0: Stand by for action.
1: Welcome to a very spooktacular <laughs> episode of the Punk Till I Die Podcast, <laughs> the Halloween Spooktacular, with your hosts uh, Transylvania Tom <laughs> and Necronomicon Neil. Oh, fuck's sake, what's the difference between <laughs> the Holly- uh, Halloween Spooktacular and a regular episode? You ask. Nothing much. It's pretty much just going to be
2: Neil and I shooting the ball. Yeah, that was a uh, great Tom. That was taking. <laughs> that was giving me uh, bad punk news vibes. That was. You
1: know, you can. You, you know, my theater roots really come out sometimes i were just you, I, I enjoy
2: production were you in theater when you were a kid
1: i was yeah man i did some high school stuff and i did a little bit of amateur stuff later
2: oh uh, let's hear what things were you in oh just
1: stupid stuff i mean nothing you know in high school of course i'm trying to think if we ever it, it was usually like I, I went to a small school they didn't want to license anything big it was like i remember our senior year we did something called the clumsy custard horror show and i was the back it was just like a mock like uh Hero and villain story, and I played this like Phantom of the Op- Opera type character. Oh, there you go. Where I, because I, you know, I had long hair and I was long black hair, and I wore like a black shirt, and I sat at my organ. And I was like, oh,
2: I bet you, I bet you sat on a organ. <laughs> and
1: I sat at my organ, you know, and I kidnapped the princess and the the good guy. There was like one good. It was the good guys were kind of like a Han Solo and Chewbacca type of rip-off situation.
2: Mm. Wow, that sounds. I this, what that sounds Did amazing. They
1: Did they kill me? I don't know. You know, if you. I, I, I believe we have it on VHS because
2: somewhere near. Oh, boy. We have to make this a special. If we ever, if we ever make this a pay for show, we'll have to put, make that as a special thing go. for our fucking paying guests. You can't,
1: I don't know that you get pay me enough to.
2: <laughs> I know it sounds amazing. Now, did you wear a mask if you were supposed to be like Phantom of the Opera? Uh,
1: I don't think I did. I think I just wore I was just basically looked like Dave Vanian.
2: Oh, okay. You wish. Just, you know,
1: white face and kind of black around the eyes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. A young Dave Vanian. Yeah, that's right. A
2: young Dave Vanian, yeah. All right. Well, there we go. We just learned about Tom's uh, theatrical past. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, it's funny. I asked you earlier if we ever did a Halloween special, and you said we did. But I wonder, was it like 2020, or what year was that? Was that when we were when we were young and so full of piss and vinegar, we were just cranking out like three episodes a week?
2: It was episode 75. So I don't know. Do the math. Oh,
1: so it was over a year in. So it was yeah. like our after. So that's probably. It, it probably was probably 2020. About, almost, it
2: was probably 2020.
1: Probably almost exactly a year in, right? Because yeah. We were so. I mean, at first, people we were like, "Dude, you need to slow down." Well, I can
2: tell you're you, gonna
1: get, you're going to get burned out. Turns out, we never get tired of listening to ourselves talk, you know.
2: That's very true. Like, you know what? Hold on a second. I can tell you exactly when it was. Episode seventy-five. Music. Yeah, you you played those things. Okay, so let's see. Did I play the same songs that I picked today? Yeah, it was uh, November sixth, twenty twenty.
1: Oh, a little late. A little late. Yeah. We'll try to be more timely this time, though. Timeliness is not really our thing.
2: We do our best. We do. Yes. Well, we played it. We played a, a damned song, that one. That was interesting. Oh, interesting.
1: It, it yeah. ties into my being a young Dave Vian, no I doubt.
2: guess. Played Grimly Fiendish. Interesting.
1: Oh, did I pick that one? I love that song. It's funny. I thought about that for today. Yep. I just keep going back to the same places because that was later. That was definitely not their punk era. That was their weird, like, theatrical goth era
2: well the, and the funny thing is three of the four songs I first came up with today, I, when I look back, I actually played on episode seventy five so i 'm the same I had the same ah, three I had so the same so I made new i I got new ones you know, but so predictable. anyway that's that's that uh, the, was it theater Transylvania Tom is that you
1: yes transylvania yes transylvania Tom.
2: <laughs> wow most excellent um i you know what I meant to go see that um there was a new Dracula movie out. A, a few weeks ago at the movie theater. I don't think it lasted long though. Is right? that
1: the Nicolas Cage one?
2: No, 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 I saw that. That's fucking horrible. That is, is it? Dreadful. No, this was one you know in the story when he actually takes the ship and, and uh, sails from Romania to uh to England, and that's how sure. he gets to England. It was the yeah, the SS SS Demeter or whatever. So that's okay. what the that's what the movie was called. It's about oh, that it's yeah, about my, that ship. My
1: my sons went and saw it. It's, you know, they're like, Yeah, it was Dracula on a boat. Yeah. So well, how was that?
2: Yeah, well, there you go. Dracula oh, was, that, boat. was,
1: that good? was that any good?
2: I don't know. I didn't. I meant to go see oh, it, but oh, I didn't because okay. I haven't been to the movies in like three years.
1: So the other one, the one that I was talking about, I think is streaming somewhere because I saw it. My my son that lives at home and I watch. We love to watch horror movies. That's definitely one of our things. Um, but yeah, Nicolas Cage. It's about the guy. Uh, his like, yes, fam- familiar,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what's what the fuck's his name? The guy that was in the Looney bin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny because I'm, I'm currently... One of my favorite comedy shows that I watch, my wife hates it, so I watch it by myself, is What We Do in the Shadows.
2: Oh, it's a good show, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, mock- a good movie. Yeah. I saw the yeah, movie. Yeah, the movie was
1: great. Yeah. But the show is hilarious, too. Different characters. But yeah, it's a mockumentary about a bunch of vampires who live in uh, Staten Island, hmm. the greatest province of New York.
2: Yeah, I saw that Nicolas Cage one you were talking about. It was fucking terrible. I turned it off for the 10 minutes. The, yeah, it wasn't good. Well, at
1: all. I watched a movie... What might have been the dumbest horror movie of all time, actually, this week. Um, hmm. And my son said, you want to watch something really bad? I was like, I guess. It's like, it has a couple of funny moments. It didn't. Um, it's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey.
2: Oh, I've saw, I've seen a picture of the evil Winnie the Pooh bear, I guess. Well,
1: and part of the problem is you have the evil Winnie the Pooh bear, but it's just like a mask. Oh. So there's no sort of expression at all. Okay. Just like this big Chuck E. Cheese head. Yeah. Um. It was pretty abysmal. I mean, there wasn't enough kills. There was a couple of semi-creative kills. You know, I'm a big slasher movie fan. You're not watching them for their cinematography. You want some creative kills. Right. But they've all been done before. So anyway, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, 3% on Metacritic, or 3% <laughs> on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Whatever <laughs> that's, that's
2: pretty good. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know what the deal with that is? It, it was made for $100,000
2: well there you go quality and
1: it five million dollars English so there's this company that's taking all these all these things that are going into public domain such as Winnie the Pooh what is it 75 years or whatever goes into public domain yeah so they're just bastardizing the legacy they're also gonna do like Peter Pan and I can't remember something else but
2: wow totally the same hold story. on
1: to your hold on to your childhood grandma grandpa
2: You're probably the same story just with a different mask right maybe yeah
1: but for a hundred thousand dollars I guess it was okay I mean that's a pretty good return on your investment yeah
2: yeah, but everyone's coming out of it saying that was fucking terrible and never again. There was. Right? Yeah,
1: not not as much nudity as you'd hope either. Just a little at the beginning.
2: Well, that was a good thing about all those good old eighties uh, slash movies, right? Yeah, That's you right. could always you could always guarantee to see a pair of tits or two, right?
1: I mean, if you rented a movie called the Sorority House Massacre, oh yes, and you didn't see some brass you're going to be super angry.
2: Indeed, <laughs> indeed.
1: That's something worth getting angry about, Neil. All right,
2: you want to play a song? Uh, sure, I can, uh, do I have a song that kind of goes along with what you were just talking about? Uh, I actually don't. Sorry. Okay. I thought I did, but I don't. Uh, but all I right. can, I can play a song. I can do one. I can do one okay. You, you do one. Sure.
1: First of all, of course, punk.i77 at Gmail. Most of our mail has been like, because we're on mailing list for record labels and promotional stuff. So we could use some personal emails. Yeah, we could. Even though we get some, some are very nice. Some of them are we kept private. And some are, you know, maybe we'll read at some point. Um, and the Punk Tide die Facebook group, which is just continues to grow several people a day. And once again, we're not sure if it's people listening to the podcast or if it's just like you know people want to show us show us theirs, so we show them ours or what. But it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's growing like growing.
2: a fungus, Tom. It's growing like a fungus. It is. Um, it is. Did you listen? You listened to the Mackie episode, right? That was that was the yes, last one we posted. It got some really good feedback. It was good, no, right? It was,
1: very, it was very good, and yeah. it was really. Uh, well, it's funny. I said that the uh, what was the uh, the one that I said was your coming out party was the Generation X one.
3: Yep. Because you, you know, be. it's
1: just like well, it's definitely more in your wheelhouse than mine. So I just and the Mackie one, yeah, the, the the probably more than half of it, I wasn't even there. So right, but no, it was good. It was interesting. He was a uh, once again. Just funny guy, you know, nice guy.
2: Yep, so. good stories. Yep. Didn't mind so. talking about all of them, including the famous mustache from hell. So,
1: Well, I thought it was funny when you played that interview on the Facebook page, and you asked him about it, and he's like, yeah, that's right after I left the band, mate. I'm like, <laughs> oops.
2: <laughs> well, I thought he was a big blonde guy playing the bass. I was like, that's Mackie, right? <laughs> all these big blonde guys look the same to you, don't you? Kind of do, yeah. The ones from uh, New Mills, anyway.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to play a song. This is a request from our uh, loyal listener, Richard White.
2: <laughs> he, yeah, well, the, he loves this band, I hear.
1: He's about the biggest Misfits fan I know. Indeed. He's, he's currently reaching for his computer to push fast forward. <laughs> but this is a, this is a Misfits. So I don't know how you can like this, honestly. I mean, I know the Misfits and Black Flag and some things have been kind of – the names have been drugged through the mud where they kind of ruined it. But, man, you can't – the original early stuff is still so good. So, anyway – This is Misfits All Hell Breaks Loose.
2: It's there with All Hell Breaks Loose that was off that uh, second record right
1: that was off of Walk Among Us
2: was it was it All Hell Breaks Loose was it I might have to might have to cut this bit out
1: <laughs> Mule's Ignorance of the Misfits
2: I thought it was off that second that super fast one they did
1: no no that's uh, that's
2: uh, Earth AD yeah that's what I was thinking of yeah but I still got it wrong didn't I yes yeah
1: um you know it's funny that album when i was a kid i didn't really like it i'm like oh they kind of ruined their sound but man that that was an influential album and i bought it on vinyl and it's so much better it was one of those ones that the cd version just sucked Hmm. so i dig it i've come to appreciate it over the years it was definitely like a proto thrash you know all the great uh punk bands experimented with that a little bit to try to make some money all Hell Breaks Loose, the third song on Walk Among Us. One minute, 47 seconds, Neil.
2: Hmm, okay. I'll take your word for it. Guess I right. guess I haven't listened to that album for a while.
1: Don't take my word for it. Take Discog's word for it. Could yeah, you that, any
2: that could be off some bootleg fucking CD or some shit. You can never tell with them.
1: Yeah. Give it up. <laughs> give it up, McNeil. Give, <laughs> give it up.
2: I don't know why I thought I was off the second album.
1: Give it up, McDougal. You're just you're barking up the wrong tree with this I one. I guess
2: I am um so uh
1: you we've both gone to i've gone to one kind of bigger punk show sort of punk show and you've what how many have you gone to just the one or a couple no
2: i've been to two see i swear that you've been to more since since we last talked you well
1: thought, i mean thought, i went to that gaslight anthem thing right. and we talked a little bit about it did i go to oh, let me let me think let yeah me think. yeah dude you went to, see oh, I went to Orange. And Orange
2: yeah i thought you went to two that's yeah. right i'll
1: tell you what why don't you go first tell okay us, tell us tell us about your adventures
2: so the first one i went to um i i've I pubbed this one at the time I pimped it because we got famous at this one um I went to see there was three like English uh, goth bands touring together right it was uh, the Mission were headlining and I've heard
1: of them I don't know if they know a single song by them
2: the Mission are kind of like imagine a cross between the cult and uh who's the Andrew Andrew uh, Sisters of Mercy it's like a cross I mean, between so that would have been the
1: band that we called the Mission UK when I was yes exactly
2: yeah, exactly yeah them They were headlining. Uh, The Chameleons was second on the bill, who were obviously, you know, one of my most favorite bands of all time. I
1: saw the dude with the Sons of God in the 90s.
2: I'm desperately trying to get him on, because I think that will be interesting. I got tons Hmm. of questions to ask him about the early days, but then you could bring up that weird Sons of God thing that you just wanted. Yeah, I saw him at the Reptile House. Yeah. Yeah. And the third band was Theater of Hate, who... uh God, I know you're,
1: you've seen them before.
2: Kings of gothy punkiness, really, back in, the, back in the day. Very unusual. They had a saxophone, kind of a sparse sound. Mm. Um, anyway, so it was at Thalia Hall, which is – and this was um, – it was supposed to happen in 1992, but they canceled this same tour in 92 and did it in 93 instead. don't know if it was a COVID thing or what it was. Oh, t- but- t- 2023.
1: You said 92 and 92. Oh letters. Jesus
2: Christ. Yeah, there you go. I'm See, like
1: I'm like wow.
2: Dude, I'm lo- seriously I'm loopy cuz I was I was in for 4 hours getting a tattoo and I'm still yeah, kind I've, of I've fucking had, I've
1: been, I've been actually working really hard at work this week and I feel the same way. I'm like sort of out of it.
2: Yeah, I'm just walking out. around
1: like a walking around like a 70-year-old man who just got prison raped. <laughs>
2: I guess that's kind of. Maybe like one idea. of the.
1: I guess one of the other would be fine. Anyway, I'm either a 7 year old man or somebody who just got prison raped. Either way, I'm walking gingerly.
2: Walking ginger. Yeah. Anyway, so it was a Thalia Hall. Thalia Hall. How you say it? Um, which is so. How big
1: is it? So okay. So I've been to the Vic. I've never been to Thalia. What's the size? Like similar in size. Twelve hundred. So a little bigger than the Vic, maybe.
2: It's uh, the Vic is fourteen hundred. Believe it or not. Oh, is it okay? So yeah. it's right around that size. Okay. I think it's about. I think the Vic is like eight hundred downstairs, six hundred upstairs in the seated area. Mm. Um everyone upstairs. So Withalia Hall is kinda of the same way except it's more of a horseshoe. So it's yeah. it's a bit longer and thinner. Um great venue. sound was fantastic. Um now funnily enough I just thought from the last time I was there, you could if you didn't want to be downstairs, you could wander upstairs. But uh, mm. they're not doing that anymore. They're not doing that to Vic anymore either. They make was it you. reserved. They make yeah. They make you buy an upstairs ticket, which is more <coughs> expensive, and and you got really? a seat number and stuff. Yeah. That
3: that's
1: bizarre because so it that's is. The way, that's the way it is in our venue here, our fake House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Is the yeah you have to pay for seats? I guess you know older crowds are willing to pay so they don't have to stand the whole time. But I swear, when I was younger, you had to pay more for general admission because that would get you up close. Yeah. I don't know if it's just an aging fan base thing or what, but...
2: Well, the Vic was always... I mean, have been going the Vic since 19-fucking-88 uh, or something like that, and the Vic was always... You know, you could always just <coughs> wander upstairs to go to the bar or go to the bathroom if you wanted, right? Um, and then sit so down. So,
1: all reserved, or you just had to buy, like...
2: All reserved. Sections? No, all reserved. Like, like there was actually seat numbers on the tickets. <laughs> So um, yeah, and so anyway, it was like that Tally Hall too because Laura wanted to go upstairs, and I was like, well. And, but then when we found out we'd have to buy a whole nother ticket, it was like, well, fuck no. It's for um, but Thalia Hall does have um, a little bit of a raised area on the sides, and there were some seats on it. And we mm-hmm. got there early enough that we were able to get snagged two of the seats, so that was cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, pretty much as soon as I went in,
1: it's not like the House of Blues where you have to pay for every stool no, that's sitting in there. God. To,
2: thank God, right? They'll throw you right out of there. Um, so I saw uh, Aaron, I believe is his name from, uh, Logan oh, Spoke? from the
1: from from the record farm. Yeah, Aaron Cliff. Yeah, 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 he's a yeah, big yeah. Goth guy. yeah.
2: So he was. I know he loves the chameleon. So actually, I saw him in line. He was like, uh,
1: you know, I Aaron's a super nice guy, yeah. and I like him a lot. I like it. I, I I swear, I think of Chris Elliott when I think of him.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
1: he's got kind of a Chris Elliott
2: thing. He does. Him. That's
1: a compliment. Chris Elliott's a very handsome man.
2: He does. So anyway, I saw him in line. Uh, but
1: he, yeah, it's it's funny. But yeah, because we, we you know obviously we talked to Matt. I know he's big into that kind of that yep. kind of stuff.
2: So he was tenth in line, I think. Uh, so I was, I was further back. But uh, we found parking right up front, which they But he could, pin-
1: he, he couldn't give you cuts.
2: Uh, no, it's fine, dude. It's fine. I'm just no, kidding, it's I'm just kidding. it's in <laughs> it's in a neighborhood called Pilsen, which is um, it's it's very Mexican. Um, mm-hmm. so parking can be really difficult on that on uh, on that street. Are you but, saying
1: those people have a lot of cars?
2: uh something that I, I whatever but anyway parking parking, is, parking
1: <laughs> is, i set it up for you all you had to do is <laughs>
2: par- parking i'm trying to be less controversial parking is very difficult <laughs> in that but anyway
1: life,
2: anyway so i was behind i was behind him in the line so but anyway Mexican
1: neighborhood, so there's a lot of beatings but not too many murders that's always good always reassuring
2: it depends what day it is um it is. yes lots of good restaurants though
3: hmm. yeah
2: um so yeah so we go in um aaron's standing up front in the middle me and Laura standing at the side. I go to the bathroom and some dude immediately comes up to me and oh, wow. is like, because I was wearing my sweatshirt. Like, hey,
1: you want to go out to my truck and have a good time? Dude, it
2: was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. This is coming back to me now. So, it was like a, it said a, a gender neutral bathroom. So, I'm like, what, oh, the, no. what the fuck does this mean? So, to the like left. A
1: big, like a big bathroom?
2: Yep, yep. To the left, there was urinals for men. And they had, like, you know, like in a, a Wild West movie with those, uh, the, the gates, you know, the swinging, oh, the swinging, doors. The swinging yeah, yeah, yeah. doors. So it had yeah. that protecting Swing the girls doors. from seeing our wieners. And then, like, at the back of the bathroom, I guess, was the stalls. So, yeah. Really? A gen, yeah. Gender neutral bathroom. Yeah. So, you know. And,
1: uh, go on. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we get ourselves in trouble every time we talk about this stuff. But, you know, i tell you, one thing I don't mind is, like, individual private bathrooms. I mean,. I don't care if you're a a man, a woman, or somewhere in between. You should be able to allow to have some private dignity while you piss and or take a dump. But yeah, not will But men. it is. a it's, it's, tell you what, the modern world is very complicated.
2: Well, men have never had men have never had that when they when they go. No, piss. no, it's normally no, just no. a fucking trough, right? I mean, jeez.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah yeah the trough yeah Uh, (laughs) a lot of women probably don't know what the trough is but it's essentially like an old-fashioned clawfoot bathtub that like six dudes yeah it's
2: like at a baseball game everyone's just pissing into the trough right um so anyway i'm coming out of there and some guys like hey and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I recognize that logo on your sweatshirt. I've seen those stickers all around town.
3: Nice. <laughs>
2: I'm like, all right, cool. And um, he works for not New Noise magazine. What, what is who is he? Oh, Dying for? Scene. The Dying, dying Scene. scene. Dying. He works okay. for Dying okay. Scene, yeah. And he wants yep. to do an interview because he's seen our stickers all around. So town. he
1: wants to ask you about vandalism, or I guess. he wants to ask
2: you about the podcast. <laughs> I guess. Maybe either. Maybe both. I don't know. Maybe both.
1: Okay. Listen, man. All publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Except for the you know, the parts we've had to edit out of the last couple episodes. I don't know if that was that would have been good publicity. But no, all publicity is good publicity. Well, so As so long as you don't like as long as you don't you know, like you know, it's like what made you get into punk? You're like, Oh well, you know, Hitler had some good ideas. Like don't do that, you know.
2: <laughs> That's on you, mate. That's don't on do you. That. That's on you. <laughs>
1: Like I don't believe in
2: rape. <laughs> I think all women are lying, dude? Seriously, <laughs> Did you, do we have to fucking cut this bit out too?
1: <laughs> people, people know I'm kidding.
2: Not a funny, not a not a fun topic, Tom. Not a fun. I know, anyway,
1: I know. Well, and, and it's one that I just you know I I and you know this about me, man. I love to get into that stuff. Anybody can talk about you know what are your influences, what's your favorite you know guitar player or whatever. But you know the. That's the stuff I love to wade into. I ask, like to ask the questions that in our the human deep, interest stories. Neil, the deep
2: questions. Human interest stories. Anyway, well, maybe that'll come out because the guy said he wants to interview me for the for mm. his magazine. So whatever, we'll do that. But then I get inside and I go and sit by Laura, get a drink, yep. and um, there's a pe- there's a couple sitting next to us who'd driven in from Kansas City, and he's mm-hmm. a disc jockey on some radio station in Kansas City, and oh, okay. he wants he wants to get us on the on his radio show or whatever kind of. Oh, he, he's he got has. room for both of us, huh? Yeah, that's
1: right I guess. Of Well, I don't
2: think I'll ever hear from him again. But
1: Well, um, and, and I, I probably won't be able to figure out the technology that would make it necessary <laughs> for me to call it in anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, I saw Mark from the Chameleons just wandering about. And um, it was like, oh, that's cool. I spoke to him. Actually, I brought in a poster I'd pulled down from outside a club in Manchester called The Gallery. I pulled mm. it down in 1982. Mm. And I brought that poster in, and he signed it for me. So nice. that was cool. Him and Reg, who were the, two of the original, the only two original members from the uh, huh. from the Chameleons, still. So That's they both cool. signed it. Yeah, that was cool. Um, he was gobsmacked that I that I had it. Uh, but anyway, so Theatre of Hate go on. It's it's probably about four hundred people at this point. <laughs> not not particularly full. People in the states don't really know Theatre of Hate at all. Yeah,
1: I say I know the name, but I probably only because of you.
2: Yeah. um... I mean, I loved them back in the day, and I, well, I still love them today. I love the early stuff anyway. They're one of those bands that's released albums throughout the years, which I tell you the truth, I haven't listened to, but sure. the early stuff you I love. You love
1: everything they did up till 40 years ago.
2: <laughs> well, and the funny thing was, that's all they played. <laughs> of
1: course. Dude, punk, American punk audiences suck, man. That's all they want. You know, if you play anything past your first
2: couple of albums well to, to, to be honest like or i say the i think 99 percent of the people there hadn't heard of a single song so i think they wouldn't no. have known anything anyway well, but it, anyway well,
1: i mean let's face it, the chameleon's heyday was like 40 years
2: ago right uh no, i think the chameleon's heyday is right now oh really yeah but anyway so <laughs> theater of theater of hate were on first um <laughs> they had a they have a sax player which is cool a pretty sparse sound heavy drum beat um yep. Love a sax. I don't know who was there from the original band. Kirk, the singer-guitar player, certainly was. Stan mm. Stammers, the bass player, was. Uh, oh, I don't that's pretty know, good, then. I don't know about the drummer or the sax what player. What about the
1: original sax player, no? Yeah, maybe. he think they was just a got somebody hit. from the local arts college.
2: Well, he, whatever it was, he was really good. But he mm. had like one of those mini saxes, so it looked a bit weird. Mm. Um, but anyway... Like a they, party favor? Yeah. <laughs> like <a> kazoo? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, they were great. They were really, really good. The sound in that place is fucking spot on. Mm. And they played great. It sounded just like the early records. They played a bunch off the first album. Um, First album, Do You Believe in the Westworld, uh, produced uh, famously by Mick Jones from The Clash. Never heard of him. And he did a pretty shit job at it, too, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, he (laughs) kind of ruined it. He kind of ruined a lot of their kind of gothic sound and just made it more... Generic,
1: Chugga Chugga chug Punk?
2: Yeah, and put some like weird interludes behind, between the songs. That, that huh. didn't work for me. But anyway. He, they were, he,
1: Bernie, he Bernie Rhodes did. Huh? He
2: did. Not as bad as Bernie, but... um. And if you're a Clash fan, you'll know what I'm talking about there. Um, but yeah, they were they were awesome. They were really, really good. Um. I was the only person dancing about, and some girl came up to me. Why, well, you really like these guys, don't you? I'm like, yeah, what do you think? God, mm. just leave me alone freaks um she's like
1: i got tickets for bieber next month
2: <laughs> yes i'm gonna see the taylor swift movie how about you <laughs> yeah. um no but there was a lot of old gothed out people there but all they seemed intent on doing was taking photographs of each other they didn't it is
1: funny them. it's funny that's one of those looks that hasn't aged particularly well when you're 60 and still sporting it right
2: well, these were, young, you, these were young girls, actually. Oh, was, young people. Yeah, okay. it was kind, it was kind of... Because you see these alike.
1: older goth dudes like your age sometimes, yes. and they still got like the jet black hair and stuff. It's like, come on.
2: Yep. How much yeah. shoe polish does
1: it take you to get ready tonight, buddy?
2: Well, then again, they are pretty close to death, so maybe I that's, mean, that's yeah, pretty you were,
1: good. I mean, once again, and I like this band. I'm, once again, I'm making fun of people's physical appearance, and, and, but men this time, Neil.
2: Yes. i know. fun of
1: men's physical appearances. But Robert Smith, you see the pictures of him? Oh, he just—he's fucking oaf. He yeah. looks like you're, like your mom's older sister or something. <laughs> and, and like I said, I like the band, and they're still they're still very good. But yeah, he looks like the not the cool aunt that would buy you beer, the like the uncool aunt who would make you give you hard candy or something.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, if him and Axl Rose went out together. Now they would. Do you think? They were, do you think they were <laughs> yeah, two actually. old ladies going to going that, the mall what's together?
1: That, what's that picture going around of Stephen? Is Stephen Tyler? Steven Tyler looks like
2: someone's grandma. Yeah,
1: it's like it looks like the old the uh, retired women who owned, owned the booth in the antique store. Or <laughs> yeah,
2: that is true. That is true. Stephen Tyler,
1: uh, and, uh, and uh, Aerosmith is supposed to be doing their final farewell tour. Oh Jesus! Which they're going to make a billion dollars doing. Hmm. But but um. Yeah, Stephen Tyler supposedly had a severe vocal injury, so they're putting it off. Not straight vocal – a vocal – like, what were you trying to swallow, dude, that you severely injured your vocals? But I don't and know. He was,
2: he was taking his vitamins while he was watching Murder, She Wrote. Oh, uh, yeah. Something like that.
1: He, st- he stabbed himself with a knitting needle in the throat <laughs> while he was making a doily or something? He's <laughs> <It's laughs> <having> afternoon tea. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's, from, he's from Boston, dude. He ain't having no tea.
2: So anyway, Theatre of Hate uh wonder off the stage, they were great. And um Okay,
1: so you got all these bands, like forty year old bands. Did they still it's like a half hour? Um or did they get a little longer.
2: I'd say Theatre of Hate played for about thirty-five. Chameleons so pretty, played pretty, for pretty percent. play yeah, chameleons, and they were you know what you know what it's good as well, older old age older bands, they were exactly on time. Of course. First band was supposed to be on the 8. You know what eight?
1: makes all guys cranky, right? Yep. Being
2: late. They were on at 8.02. It was great. Um, mm. Now, I've posted pictures on the group before of Mark from the Chameleons. Yep. He's the main guy, main songwriter yep. and everything. With Plays that
1: sweet SG bass.
2: Yeah, and he has one of our stickers on his bass, right right up front and yep. center. Well, I had previously sent him a t-shirt, given him a t-shirt. Yeah. And I am fucking amazed to see he comes on stage wearing our t-shirt.
1: Do you think he knew
2: you were in the Chicago area? He well he did because remember I got well uh, I think he remembered speaking to me at the metro um, about a year ago.
1: I would love to see him in that like in Baltimore or something.
2: Oh, we, uh, he he wore it all over the place. He, there's, that's great. there's there's pictures of him and uh, you know on lots of different tour dates. were in that. I shirt.
1: mean, I, when you give some, when you give somebody a t shirt, you know the hope obviously is that you know they're sort of famous and people see it and go. oh, That's really cool. But the fear is that, you know they're like I need to check the oil in my. <laughs>
2: Car, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is what I'm gonna sleep in or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he came on stage, strided out wearing our fucking t shirt. I was gobsmacked, absolutely gobsmacked. So that was uh, that was amazing. And Did you, uh,
1: afterwards, were you like, named three episodes, you poser? <laughs>
2: I I waited for him afterwards, and he he didn't come out. So So I didn't get to speak to him afterwards. Um, Name
1: name three racial slurs that Liverpool Neal's used in the last year.
2: Not true.
1: Jesus, you guys (laughs) set me up.
2: So terrible. (laughs)
1: Name three times in the last year that Neal misgendered (laughs) (laughs) someone.
2: Three times in the last episode. Actually, you're on it tonight, mate. You're the one. (laughs) I'm
1: drinking beer again. I'm not even through my first one. I'm just fired up. You're, You're all loopy. I'm going on vacation, man. I got one more day of work.
2: Yeah, then you come in Chicago. But anyway, let let's let me let me finish yeah, the gig. Sorry. Let me finish the gig. So yeah. anyway, so they come on and the yeah, like I said, they got the original guitarist on the right and drummer and other guitarist. Of I you know I don't know those two guys, but they were fucking sure. fantastic. They played for about forty-five minutes. One of the best times I've ever seen them. Mm. um Clearly, they're all be, all
1: cla- pretty classic, pretty all classic, classic so. stuff. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, God, it was just so good. It was just so good. Um, mm. Admittedly, they've been playing the songs for forty years, so they should have them sure. down, right? But it—the sound in that place is just so damn good. It was uh, it was just I had a great time. I was bopping along and singing along. So I was. The next day, I was. My legs were fucking shattered because I was basically dancing about for like an hour twenty. So you know, mm. at my advanced age, not good. Um, so chameleons go off. And then I go over to the side, to Laura, and she's absolutely amazed that he's wearing our t-shirt and stuff. Sure. And we're like, let's go by the merch booth and see if they come out again. So I watched like two songs by the mission. That was all. I'm afraid they didn't give the mission any, any time at all. They sounded good, but, you mm. know, we went by the merch booth and then we were hungry and decided to leave because it was like 10 o'clock by that point. So walked out to the uh, car in the rain and, uh, and drove home. Still what'd buzzing. O-
1: what did you find open? What? What? what would you find open to eat?
2: Oh, there's a ton of places. Like Pilsen well, is Pilsen is uh, just is just tons is it, and okay. tons of restaurants. It's
1: ads. funny, you know, Chicago. You easily easily find food at two a.m. but. Post-COVID, man, it's
2: not the same, right? Oh, around this was buzzing, absolutely buzzing around there. Mm. Now, there was, a re- there was a restaurant downstairs from below Thalia, because <laughs> Thalia Hall's upstairs. So there was okay. a restaurant downstairs, and we tried to go in, but it wasn't our scene at all. It was all, uh, like, young yuppies and stuff. Uh, and there was me all sweaty from the gig and my like, Punk'd Die sweatshirt and stuff. And Laura was okay, wearing hers. So they basically... It was a little, they, was a
1: little posh for you.
2: They basically... Well, the, 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 the Maitre D, whatever you call them, basically did his best to ignore us. So I was mm. like, oh, fuck this. Fuck you. So we left. They never,
1: they never ignores it Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A.
2: Yeah. See, and little do they know, we could have talked good about him on Punk Till I Die.
1: Yes. I that'll, cost, that'll cost. That'll cost my customers. <laughs>
2: if I remember the name of the goddamn place, the place underneath Thule Hall. Fuck you. How's that?
1: There you go. So, yeah, so you didn't. Did you definitely. never did end up finding Mark Yanos
2: Finding what? Oh no, Mark. no, Mark, no, I didn't, I didn't. I saw some people took pictures of him after the show, like out by the bus. And in fact, he said to me earlier on, he goes, "I tell you what, hang out after the show. We'll meet you out by the bus." And I'm like, huh. dude, I'm, I'm not staying to watch all of the mission. What are, you, what are you crazy? He kind of laughed at that, but didn't. So, there we go. <laughs> I'll tell you
1: what, man. You want to play a song?
2: You yeah, I'm going to play a song. Did you play a comedian song? No, actually I'm not, because it doesn't go with our theme, does You're it? You're
1: going to play a mission song because you feel so bad that you skipped them?
2: Uh, no, I'm going to play a song by the Meteors, because I love the Meteors, and I saw used to see them in Manchester, too. The same okay. club I saw the uh, chameleons at. So, that's the sure. theme, right? That's the thread right there. Um, this is probably from about 20 years ago from the Meteors. This song is called Slow Down, You Grave-Robbing Bastard.
1: Interesting. Slow
0: down, you grave-robbing bastard It's right there, I hear a constable scream Slow down, you grave-robbing bastard You think they're gonna catch me You're only in a drink Dealing the graveyard, ain't to boil up the palms a crowd of locals heading my way, why can't they leave me alone, they're all shouting at me, slow down you great robbing bastard so right there I hear the constables scream slow Slow down you great robbing bastard, they think they're gonna catch me, they're all in a dream Connor poor boy working peace, I got Take me a shilling I sell my ways to the doctors in town Well, there couldn't be more winning Stop screaming at me Slow down, you grey grubby bastard Stop right there, I hear a constable scream Slow down, you grey grubby bastard They think they're gonna catch me They're all in a dream I think my shovel and run No time to end we okay. They're gonna catch me. They're all in a dream. Slow down, you grave robbing bastard! Slow right here, here to still will Slow down, you grave robbing bastard! If you think they're gonna catch me, you're all in a
2: dream. All right, that was the meteors with "Slow down, you grave robbing bastard." You know what that's about, right? That's about those doctors or or people who used to work for doctors back in the 1880s, etc. They used to go around and raid graves to bring the corpses back so the doctors could uh, cut them up because that wasn't legal at that point.
1: Well, they had to figure – I mean, they probably took great scientific steps forward.
2: Yes, probably. But uh, the people who did that were uh, (laughs) frowned upon who dug up the graves, obviously, because mm. you wouldn't want to go down to... to it wouldn't your, be that great of a job, honestly. Well, you also wouldn't want to go down to your grandma's grave and find out to plant flowers and find a grave empty. <laughs> the, coffin, mm. the coffin is just fucking empty, right? And so, mm. Anyway, that was uh, two Fridays ago. Um, why don't you talk about your Agent Orange show?
1: Okay, so... Man, it seems like Agent Orange plays great efforts
2: almost every year. Well, they seem to tour constantly, don't they?
1: Yeah, and it did sell out again. But once again, this place holds like 125 people or something.
2: Right. Tip top, right? Um,
1: yeah. And it was supposed to be my week. I wasn't supposed to work, but we had a, we got a kid hit hurt at work. So I ended up working the weekend, but I just had somebody cover for him for like three hours while I went.
2: What, did he get hit so by a rat or
1: something? Uh I think he broke his foot on the motorcycle.
2: Oh. None to yeah. do with work, then. That's disappointing. You, you could have made something up, man. You could have said he got attacked by an alligator in the sewers, isn't it?
1: Um, yes, yes. The sewer monster drug him away. There you go. You get six months paid off for that. <laughs> um, the, but uh, so so that kind of took away the sort of celebratory tone of it. So I ended up driving, and it just it, it was just just took it easy. you know? I had a couple PBRs. But it's funny, because you, know, you and I were talking about it, and I think, I'm sure we probably talked about it on the podcast – about how you were sort of turned off by the opening act. Yes, sir. Who was the Spice Pistols. Not the Spice Pistols.
2: The Spice Pistols, yes. Spice it's
1: Pistols, a- Neil, are a bunch of old, fat, Southern California, not all fat, It's just a singer, Southern California punk guys who dress fully in drag, speak with Cockney accents, mm. and play mostly Sex Pistols songs. And I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun.
3: Hmm.
2: Sounds i mean here's
1: your, here's your choices you know something fun and whimsical like a bunch of dudes in drag doing cesspool songs or some local band who you don't know any song by unless you get lucky and they do an anti Noah league covers like encore or something you know
2: i get what you mean but i don't know man that sounds like but a it was kind, kind were, of fun at a birthday party or something but i don't think you take a band like that on tour it was but they were fun
1: i think every i don't want to speak for everybody but pretty much everybody there enjoyed it you know they came out and the singers like "Hello, Grand Rapids," and you know, and he's got like this deep, sexy voice, and and uh, I and then after a couple songs, I really like you, Grand Rapids, you know. And it's just it was fun and playful, and they played okay versions of Pistol songs.
3: Hmm.
1: They played "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" by Cindy Lauper.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They played "Sweet Transvestite" from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hmm. But it's so funny. What I, part of what I loved about it? It was so deliciously politically incorrect. You got these guys in drag just taking the piss out of the whole thing, being dragged. They're not even shaved or anything, you know? And then you got, uh, they just, uh, they're using fake accents. You know, it's just like, oh,
2: It was good. It was fun. They're offending everybody is what you're saying.
1: They are. And their, their encore is Wannabe by the Spice Girls.
2: <laughs> Did he do a good job?
1: Um, <laughs> It was entertaining. I don't know about a good job. There you go. And then, of course, Sage George came out, and, you know, they did their they did their thing that they do and they're pretty good at it um mike's voice seemed a little rough Hmm. but not really surprising considering that uh you know all he does is tour yeah his guitar playing is fantastic the band sounded great and it was it was just good man it was it was fun i mean I don't know what can be said about it that can't be said about it, you know, that's different than years past.
2: They played that same set, I'm imagining. You know, they mix it up a
1: little bit. Okay. But, you know, I like the songs. So I just, you know, it's fun. It's good.
2: Well, well you like the songs off the first couple of releases, right? And after well, that, Alex, it gets, they, mean, gets, they go down in quality.
1: Two-thirds of the set is like the first album,
2: right? Yeah. And then they play a couple of covers, right?
1: Yeah, they do. They like, they finished with Police Truck. Mm-hmm. They play a lot,
2: and... Uh, so they, do, they do an old surf song, don't they? Don't they they do, do a bunch
1: of those. Yeah, yeah Pipeline or something. Yeah. They used to do... Uh, once in a while, they'll do uh, Somebody to Love, the old hmm. Jefferson Airplane song. Yeah, good song. But no, it's, it's it was fun. It was cool. They like said, unfortunately, it wasn't a ton. I don't like have a ton to report on that. It was, just, it was fun.
2: All right. So. Now, was it the same band that they have? Because from what I remember, last time I saw them, that bass player... He was playing with the, maybe the biggest bass I've ever seen. The thing was fucking. Yeah, he massive. plays
1: like a a Gibson Thunderbird yeah. style bass. Yep, he's he's a little dude though. I think they've I had got a different drum in the last couple of years. Okay, but um, yeah, they, that bass player's been with him a long, long time. Hmm. So even though it's just Mike, obviously from the original lineup, he's got a real steady lineup. And matter of fact, the old bass player they had with him for years went. Is in Reverend Horton Heat's band now.
2: Oh dear! Well, and
1: he's been with dear. him for a bunch of years. So, yeah. so no, nah, man, it's all good. It's funny. I was just, it was looking, I was just looking for a couple years ago, a couple years ago, was probably ten years ago. The only new music that Age George has done, they did a two-sided single, and on CD only, and it, and one of the songs is called "This House Is Haunted," hmm. and the other song was called "Whistling Past the Graveyard." Oh. And I'm looking for either of those right now to play. Not, of,
2: not on of YouTube.
1: My, I'm looking, but I don't find. I'm not finding them at the moment. So, huh.
2: well, I'm sure we can find them somehow.
1: Okay. So this is either Agent Orange, either Whistling Past the Graveyard, or This House Is Haunted. To keep with our Halloween theme and our sort of
2: topicalness. Topicalness, indeed. Topicality.
1: There you go. Orange and orange, coming at you. <laughs>
0: Sitting in my room, dark and grey and crying Someone in my life I fear that was at the point of dying A cold wind blew right up my spine It was the break of dawn A little voice we deep inside Told me she was gone Oh, this house is haunted Oh, that's how I want it to be This house is haunted. You can always stay here with me. No more singing, no more laughing, no more sunny days. She left and colors with her, buried in the grave. This is where we climb the. (laughs) I'm <laughs>
2: Tom, um, what was that? That was Agent Orange with what song? Someone whistling about a graveyard and
1: either whistling past a graveyard or this house is haunted.
2: Okay, whichever one I can find is whichever one you can find. Yeah, it's the one you guys are gonna get. And if I don't find any of them, then I'll put something else in it. <laughs>
1: if you don't get either of them, it's gonna be uh, bloodstains or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which is
1: bad, kind of better anyway, really.
2: Well, I, I'm actually I'm kind of anxious to hear one of those newer ones. I'd like how how new are those?
1: Uh, like I said, they might be like ten years old. I remember for years in a row, he's like, oh, we got a couple new songs. Oh, (laughs) wow. It's it's funny. I just got, you know, we've talked in the past about these Cleopatra reissues. They're really hit and miss, right?
2: Right. Very much so.
1: Uh, But the Agent Orange one, it's been renamed a bunch of times, but I I got it recently. It's a really beautiful orange and yellow and clear splatter or red. And it's called Bloodstains, they're calling it now. Mm -hmm. But it's like a best of. But the thing is, it's got all those, it's got like good versions of the second album songs on it.
3: Hmm.
2: So when you say good. What do you mean?
1: Well, just they it, it just it, it doesn't have that weird eighties production sound that, that that second album they had drum triggers and yeah the guitar wasn't distorted It had like synth vibes on it it just wasn't yeah
2: yeah yeah it just wasn't good yeah um, but the songs were okay
1: but the production just killed it
2: yeah I know what you mean there was a, a late English rock uh, late late seventies English rockabilly band called the Polecats. Cats sure. um, and I I like their early stuff they're good and um mid 80 early late 70s early 80s um but anyway yeah i saw that uh Car- not caroline what what fucking record label were you just talking about cleopatra cleopatra thank you um cleopatra had a reissue of of their stuff and i was like oh you know i'll buy that i, I think i added it on to something else i was buying from there cuz it was sure. cheap and I get it. And sure enough, it's all, it's all, it's not the same. It's not the original re-recorded. songs. There's yeah. re recorded songs, and they just completely lose all their magic. Yeah. Because, you know, back, you know, if you're doing Ruggabilly, you want to have that sparse kind of sound, that yeah. echoey, sparse kind of sound. And this was just way too souped yeah. up and electric. So if anybody wants this, Polecat's Greatest Hits, so I'll be happy to give it to you.
1: It's the like the last resort of the damned of these old punk bands is that a lot of times they don't have rights to like classic first album or two right the ones that people want so they'll re-record it and it's just it's just how many times has that ever worked i mean i don't know that i can think of a case where i mean like i I don't don't know
2: well the worst the the worst the most egregious that i can remember is um there was a class there was a classic compilation albums of like old 50s stuff came out came out in the um I think late in the mid seventies. I think so, but they would be like uh, nineteen fifty four, nineteen fifty five. One for you know one for one for each well, year. Well, that and the
1: stuff. ones that have like the DJs talking. Yeah, exactly. Have the they, DJs talk. Yeah, they're yeah, called yeah, cruising.
2: It's like cruising fifty four, yeah. cruising fifty five. They have the DJs. They have the original. You know, the adverts are still in there. The commercials are still in there and stuff. Yeah. So I've played a couple of them on the show before. Um, but what, anyway,
1: recorded the songs.
2: Huh? Yes, but, the, on some of them. So the original, the original set of those that came out in like seventy four, seventy five. They were all the originals, but then they reissued the whole set in like the early '80s, like '82 or something, and a mm. bunch of the tracks were re-recorded versions of those songs. So it'll be like Chuck Berry doing Maybelline, but doing like a doing like a early '80s version of it instead of Ugh. playing the original like '55 version. So just mm. really really disappointing. So if you ever look for those cruising albums. You have to make sure you get those the original ones that have the original tracks on them because some of the later ones they even messed around with some of the um, with some of the track listings. I guess if they couldn't get the couldn't get the rights to them or whatever, so Hmm. yeah. But those are really really good compilations, man. They're just a lot of fun with those old commercials and stuff.
1: Yeah, I know you've talked about those. I've actually other than the ones you played a little bit of for me, I've actually never really heard them.
2: Yeah, if you want to hear, like, a 55 Chevy commercial or, uh, you know, some hot, your, some hot dog stand in Philadelphia, you know, because it's different. Everyone is a different radio station from somewhere around the country.
1: Wolfman Jack.
2: Wolfman is not on it, as a matter of fact. Oh, but no? Uh, no, but it has some classic DJs from, like, the East Coast and stuff. Hmm. It's uh, Yeah, it's, all, it's it's good. Those are good. If you like 50s stuff like I do.
1: I mean, I do, but I don't listen to it a ton.
2: Yeah, classics. I used to love
1: oldies, man. I remember when I got out of high school. I just couldn't care less about what was going on in modern rock yeah that was, was a lot of oldies when I was like in my early 20s classic Funny, stuff I was right? playing I was playing in punk bands and I was listening to oldies
2: well, that's classic well, that's what the Misfits were doing right <laughs> yeah and the Ramones um, but funnily enough now if you hear like yeah a, but
1: they weren't they weren't growing they weren't growing up in the early 90s
2: if you hear like a, if you hear like a oldie station these days it's like Nirvana and shit it's like that's not that's not what I mean by oldies god damn it are you still there
1: I am. My daughter walked in. I'm I'm not hiding in my, my pillow forges of solitude. I'm downstairs in my leather...
2: Uh, oh, you're in the background. <laughs> yes. Matter of fact, I just got up
1: and carried my computer with me to the fridge to you get another know, beer, so here we go. Oh
0: my gosh, the skill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what kind of beer is it that you're drinking? What do you get I'm at drinking, the gas station, Tom? I'm drinking Natterdays. Oh. The Big Tall Boys, the pink can. What's that natural...
1: It's like a strawberry uh, lemonade natural oh. light.
2: Jesus Christ, man. I'll tell you what, man. I've lost my taste. <laughs> I'm going to have to check your gender.
1: I didn't stop there. <laughs> I'm not stopping there. I didn't stop but I lost my taste. I've lost my taste for all these yuppie, uh, uh, like... IPAs and stuff. I just don't want it. I well, just dude, want cheap you, crappy beer.
2: You just well, you you're drinking fucking strawberry beer. I couldn't get much more. I mean, it's, <laughs> much it's, more it's, it's trippy than that.
1: It doesn't really taste like strawberry.
2: Mm.
1: They smell like rotten strawberries. I would say, but
2: <laughs> that's punk rock there, right there.
1: It's Go. great summer beer, dude.
2: Got the rotten. I'm strawberry. holding
1: on to summer as long as I can. I'm still wearing shorts to work.
2: I had to yeah, I had to wear short. I don't know what I'm going to do for the work tomorrow because I got this big ass tattoo on the back of my calf. I don't so, know.
1: <laughs> so it's funny, right? Because. You always used to give me a hard time about getting leg tattoos. Now you have both your calves tattooed, right? I do. Or is the, that
2: the same one. Yeah, no, they're both, but um, full calf tattoos on both. Yeah.
1: Just ran out of ran out of arm and just and did he did he finish it or is he, he going go
2: back? No, he did. He finished it, which I was So they kind out. of was...
1: complement each other, the two of them.
2: Yeah, they do. They're both they're both naked girls, so you know. There you go. It's all good. Um, to get me fired from work. Um.
1: Well, you, but, you wear pants, Neil. You don't
2: have to. Well, that's what I'm thinking. See tomorrow. I don't know. How I'm going to do it, but because it's going to still going to be weeping tomorrow. Uh, I mean, do
1: you usually wear? You don't usually wear shorts to work. No, I mean, you can't. You're no. more formal than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can, can wear. Je-
2: I can wear jeans, but I, I can't wear shorts. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, what was I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I, I
1: wore a Tyvek suit today.
2: Oh, you did? How come?
1: Because I had to get in the suit, man.
2: Oh, you were going in the sewer? Oof.
1: Well, no, something like that. Yeah.
2: Again, fighting Sometimes the alligators. Spla-
1: Sometimes you get a little splashback, so you gotta suit up.
2: Wow, yeah, no, no shit. No. that's funny. So I was hot, watching no. actually talking about Tyvek suits. I was watching uh, Doctor, uh, was it Doctor? No? Yeah, it was Doctor No yesterday, right? The first James Bond movie.
3: Hmm.
2: And uh, you've seen that, right?
1: i'm sure but
2: it's the one on the island I'm off am of say a, i'm gonna say yes but i don't know much it's it's, it's, a, it's a extraordinarily politically cor- incorrect because it's the it's off an island off of jamaica and it's supposed to be like a mm-hmm. chinese guy who's built like an atomic he's going to blow up a uh, an american rocket and he's got like mm-hmm. an atomic he's built like an atomic bomb but it's a white guy dressed up as a chinese guy who would like nah. to, to like just pull that over eyes he's and slept, stuff yeah
1: less asian than dave Karate and kung fu so <laughs> yeah there, uh, you
2: there you go Go. But anyway, bring up the Tyvek suits because everybody in that was somehow they were all wandering around in these like plastic-looking Tyvek suits, which I don't think was going to protect you from uh, all that radiation. They're
3: extremely,
1: from- they're extremely warm.
3: I bet. I bet.
1: They even are. in the even when it's cool outside, they're very warm. I uh, I was walking out to the area where I had to work, and the truck driver pulls in, who I know pretty well, and he just pulls up and starts laughing, and I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I look like I'm, I'm about to go murder ET." <laughs>
2: Now, do you but, have the full-on mask and hood and all that shit too
1: uh i don't because i don't like it i probably oh. get pink eye
2: <laughs> okay that was, eye. that was pretty red you get pink eye from drinking that fucking pink <laughs> pink beer you
1: nah I, i've actually never gotten there, but i do you do get a little juice in your eye once in a while oh god that's it's pretty pretty watered down by the time it gets to me it's all right
2: that's pretty fun gross man i would wear the hood and everything um all right. Let me tell you
1: something, man. I always need people to do. I'll always need people in to do my job. You know.
2: That's true, man. You can't do that from home, can you? Can't work from home doing that. No, you can, uh,
1: You can't outsource
2: that to China. Um. So let's see. Yeah. Another other... gig.
3: Or no?
2: Huh? What's that? You got another gig, right? I do. Yeah, 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 punk? yeah. Um. So. Yeah. ow, fuck. Ow. Hmm. Still is got the still, or is it no. Still got the still, got the still got the bandage. Still got the bandage on the tattoo, and he pulled it a little tight. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, um, yeah. So I remember walking
1: around one time after getting one. We went out with like another couple, and my my the dude's like, uh, I think you're bleeding all over the back of you. you're like, nah, yeah, it's fine, <laughs> yeah, just a little there
2: you, blood. Go, there you go. Yes, man, I was fucking it's begging not out of your
1: re- it's Not coming out of your rectum, is it? Like, I hope not.
2: I was I was begging for mercy by the by the time the four hours were up. I was yeah, that's uh,
1: too much, man. I I don't like sitting more than about an hour
2: because it was like you know it, it's very it's very intricate. And, you know, he does the outline first and then does each of the colors, right? Yeah. And uh, so we yeah. kept going over the same areas again and again, hitting the different oh, colors. Yeah. And that's it was tender enough. Every pass hurts. Yeah, fuck know. me. That was fucking... Every right, pass hurts more. Right behind the knee. Oh, that was not That was not fun.
1: See, that, I noticed up by the knee, it does hurt much more. Um, it's uh, The shin's worse.
2: Oh, the shin? Okay. Yeah, i never done yeah. that one. Yeah, but, that's why uh, That's why I, always, well, you I, know, I was I, always amazed that you got your shin done.
1: Uh, yeah, that's how I get my wife's name
2: machine my matter of fact, yeah, pain.
1: That, I'm willing to go through pain. Sweet. I'm willing to go through pain for her because Lord knows she goes through a lot of it to be with me.
2: Sweet pain. Um, yeah, you can tell yes. you moved. You can tell you moved rooms. Are you still in the by the kitchen? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm back in my chair. All right, the quality isn't I'm quite as good as it did before. Um, mm. So anyway, so that was so the other gig was two Fridays ago. Last Friday, I went to the Vic. Um, to see uh, one of my <laughs> probably the only rock band that I like and it's The Darkness um, everybody probably knows their big hit from the 20 years ago I believe in a thing called Love but I just love them I think they're so fucking funny they're up with Thin Lizzy for me um, I fucking love The Darkness I think they're really? great and they, they always put on an amazing amazing live show so um, yeah, so now they you were,
1: know what I now you know know what I now you know what I grew up watching, dude.
2: Yeah, because
1: it's funny because they, they they really do it. It's not even really a parody. It's really a straight up, like tribute to like the type of music that I first got into when I was like thirteen years old or twelve years old. It is, but the
2: eighties hair metal, right? It, but they're very self-deprecating about it. Like it's almost Spinal Tap like. Sometimes they they, they, don't uh, no, they don't take themselves seriously. They don't take themselves seriously at you all.
1: Steel? Do you listen to Steel Panther?
2: Uh, never, must say, I've never listened to Steel Panther. No,
1: because that's the same thing, but I think it's more dirty. Like I don't think all their songs are about sex.
2: Okay, there we go. Um,
1: they're like they're like poison if the mentors wrote the lyrics for
2: them. Like like the Darkness have have a song about you know being a big loser at school and doing all the after school stuff you know like gymnastics or like archery hmm. and stuff like that. It's, it's it's all stuff like that making fun of themselves. Um, huh. But anyway, I they put if it's on
1: it's because they're English. I wonder if that's why you tolerate them.
2: I just fucking love them, man. I don't or know. Or why you
1: like them? I why don't they know. strike a chord with you?
2: They just that. Because I mean, I believe in a thing called love songs. Musically, they just
1: musically good. they just don't seem like they You should like them at all.
2: I agree. I agree. But I love Thin Lizzy too. And I. I, I, I mean,
1: Thin Lizzy had that sweet two guitar attack, filling that soulful voice. I mean, I don't know. Dude. I, don't, I don't. I don't think that's well, a do- fair comparison. The, the Dark that Quiet Riot sounds more like the Darkness than Lizzy.
2: No, Quiet Riot sounds like a bad version of Slade. Um. Yeah. They did cover a lot of their songs. They did cover a lot well, of their songs. Yes. Two, I
1: guess. Up to two, yes.
2: So anyway, so um, Rick from work. So Laura went with me, and Rick from work came, and he brought his wife too, because Rick really likes him too. So uh-huh. we met at the Duke of Perth. Ah uh, yes. Now, because Rick lives in the far western suburbs, right?
1: Like northwest, right?
2: Northwest, yeah. So he, you know, I, I got off. We got off work early or something on Friday so he t- he texts me at like 3 o'clock and says I'm leaving and I'm like what do you mean you're leaving we're not supposed to we're not meeting at Duke of Perth till, till uh, 5 and he goes no I'm yeah, leaving probably now takes
1: it two hours, probably takes it two hours to get down there
2: so I thought it was like oh no way so I you know we didn't leave until like 4.30 or something and we got down to Duke of Perth by just after 5 and he wasn't there I expected him to be sitting there like drunk already but he was mm. not there yet it took him two and a half hours <laughs> to get into, <laughs> to get into oh. the city I mean, I,
1: like, I can go, I go to the west edge. I can make it to the west edge of Detroit
2: now. I can almost make time. it. I, I Even can almost, downtown
1: if there's a lot of traffic.
2: I can make it to Logan's Port pretty much in that, in that amount of time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But oh, yeah so I'm had,
1: definitely in a different state. So, I mean, I so, oh, yeah, for sure.
2: So we had, we had a bunch of drinks waiting for him. So him and, uh, him and Jackie showed up at about 5.30 and immediately threw down, as Rick is wont to do. He got a vodka and cranberry and two whiskeys. And so he threw Rick his, and I, are, uh, Rick and I are
1: like spirit animals, right? Yeah,
2: indeed. Indeed. <laughs> uh, without the bladder cancer, yeah. Um, uh, yeah,
1: I'll try to avoid that.
2: Yeah. Um, but he's given up smoking, so good lad. He's, he's getting yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he's given up cold turkey. So, yeah. Oof.
1: Well, he's a miserable prick. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So anyway, we get over to the VIX and we eat. You know, we get the regular stuff at Duke of birth. It's great as always. You know, the fish and chips. Yeah, fish and chips. And Mike, the bartender, comes up to me and goes, "Hey, you'll never believe this. Someone sent me a picture of uh, of some gig, and the the guy in the band is wearing your shirt." And I'm like, "Yeah, ah, we, know, we know. Yeah, we know yeah. about it. That's that's awesome." That's brilliant. Um So all the, they took down all the other stickers in the bathroom except for ours. So that's good. Nice. Yep, left ours up. I gotta remember to bring a bunch. Next weekend, yeah. Oh, which, by the way, if you are listening to this, we do send out free stickers. So just uh, email us, and we'll be happy to send yeah. you free stickers. If send us do. a
1: message with your address, or send it. we won't we yep. won't sell your email address. Like all these bastards keep doing it for me. I am getting forty freaking junk emails overnight every night.
2: Yeah, no shit. Anyway, no shit. Um,
1: send yeah, send us your yeah. Just reach out. We'll uh, we'll get. Yep.
2: So anyway, get to the Vic. You know the Vic. Uh, we park just down the street. We got a really good parking space. Um, got the doors where it's. Seven, I believe. I got there about seven thirty. Pretty much got my my regular spot, which is like front left by that one barricade, you know, because yep. it's yep. like staggered. Where we were, yeah, yeah, yeah that's where I always so, go. At.
1: So, so it wasn't that it wasn't an early crowd, yeah.
2: huh? Um, no, but the place by the time the darkness came, the place was packed. I'd say. The- I'd say if it was a, if the venue was fourteen hundred, I'd say it was thirteen hundred. Easy, it was yeah, it was packed. Um, they had signed albums. I mean, I
1: mean, who who opened Cinderella?
2: Dude, I got to talk about that and get to that in a second. <laughs> when we walked in at the merch booth, they had signed record. You know, because it was the twentieth anniversary of the first record, which okay. was CD time, so you couldn't. It's difficult to find, right? Oh, gotcha. Sure. Um, so. And they had the signed copies of it for sixty bucks, which actually isn't bad at all. Oh, when you think about, no, when you think about it, I mean a regular album's forty bucks these days. So, you know, signed. I didn't buy it. What
1: do you buy it for what do you buy it forty bucks? That's crazy, man.
2: That's do, import prices. Dude, not, not <laughs> That's because you've got friends down at uh, your favorite record store. Lots of stuff at Mike's store is like it's like forty two bucks. Forty two, forty three dollars.
1: Yeah, that, I know a lot of those like and it's weird stuff, always, right? It's always like Everclear or Sugar Ray or something that should be free. Yeah,
2: yeah the the <laughs> I like the cranberries. I like that first cranberries record. I was going to buy it on vinyl, and it's like sort a forty two ninety nine. I'm like, no, sir Yeah,
1: I, I, it is weird that not, you know it, it's that era stuff, though, right? It's yeah, that exactly. Stuff
2: that yep didn't really come out on vinyl the first time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so anyway, I didn't buy it. I was like, I'll get that on the way out, but of course, they'd sold out by the time I got out. So um, anyway. Sure. So we get in, get to my favorite spot. The girls go upstairs and had to pay for additional tickets because, like, uh, like I said, the fucking like well, I what's a
1: ticket like like fifty bucks?
2: That was thir- thirty bucks, so it wasn't bad. wasn't bad, but still, well, it's,
1: it's bad when you got to buy two of them.
2: Exactly, exactly. But I knew the girls. You well, probably had to
1: pay fees, so your tickets were like forty five bucks. Your original tickets.
2: Well, it was at the door, so they they paid whatever the (laughs) door price was, but yeah, yeah, no, it's annoying, but, but that's never been like that at the Vic before. It's never been like that. You always used to be able to wander up and down the stairs whenever you felt like it. So yeah, that's I was, unacceptable. I Next was, thing you know,
1: they'll have the guy in the, they'll have the, guy in the, tra- in the gender-neutral bathroom handing you the frickin' paper towel like you're supposed to give a dollar for him handing you a paper towel that you yep. don't even want. And a mint. Walk by him wiping your hands on your pants.
2: <laughs> gives you and a mint. Anyone
1: who doesn't look in the city you probably won't know what I'm talking about, but these big city venues, they love to have the bathroom attendants.
2: Yeah, bathroom attendants. So, yeah, he'll spray you with some aftershave if you Yeah, really-
1: exactly. Mm.
2: So anyway, we're up front. And the opening band is a band I'd never heard of called Paris Monster, and I never want to hear of these guys again. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like nothing I'd ever seen. Right? It's two piece. Yeah. They wander out on the stage. Look, the guy looks like he, I don't know, he's a big fat guy with long straggly hair. He looked like he looked like a <laughs> fucking mess. Um, and he was just he was just staring blankly around like he was blind. I don't know what the deal with that was. But anyway, he gets behind the drum kit, and the other guy is just playing the bass. So it's drums and bass. Mm. but heavily synthesized. Like the bass was run through a synthesizer mm. and the drummer, get this, I've never seen this before. He's drumming with his left hand. He's playing a synthesizer with his right hand mm. and he's singing. I was huh. like, holy shit, that's a freaking having a drink between lines. That's some, that's some musical talent right there, but musically, they were fucking horrible. Um... <laughs> You Paris know.
1: Monster huh?
2: yeah Paris Monster yeah you want to check them out they're like at one point it was like we thought they were going to break into Susu Studio it was very it was like it was like <laughs> 80s kind of dismal electronic kind of but with a funky, <laughs> funky kind of backbeat it was just fucking bizarre I, I can't even <coughs> describe it. It was... Uh, absolutely I mean, you're,
1: you're making me want to run right to Spotify and check it out. But I think <laughs> you you
2: just should, just go to, just to, just to see how bad it is. Um, mm. Yeah, like nothing I've ever, I've ever heard. And it seemed to go on, like an opening band does that you hate. It seemed to go on forever. Even though it was probably only mm. 40 minutes. So, the crowd was a little torn. Some people seemed to be giving him lots of enthusiasm probably because they thought he was blind um he was staring blankly into space but um
1: even a chicago crowd won't won't boo somebody who's handicapped
2: oh me and me and rick were booing. (laughs) (laughs) get off the fucking stage um but anyway they they shuffled off you know they they, hopefully never to be heard of again and um yeah i should have looked if he bumped into anything shouldn't i damn it um yeah, they shuffled off, and the darkness came on, and they were fucking fantastic. They were from the from the get go. Now, sitting in front of us, or standing in front of us, I should say, was this crazy blonde chick, who was um, even during Paris Monster, she was like filming the whole show. She had her cell phone out. First, she was taking selfies, and then she oh, started fi- then she started filming the whole show. But she's waving her arm over her head so this would be the most disturbing like home video ever, because you would make you seasick watching it, right? Because she's just swinging mm. her, her hand about. And uh, me and all the people around us were just like laughing our fucking asses off. But Sounds um, like the opening
1: band, the film of the opening band is going to be a horror movie anyway,
2: huh? <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so anyway, uh, Darkness come on. She's going crazy. She knew all the songs, so that was good. But uh, huh. she's like, she came with a guy and but was like talking to all these other guys around and she was talking turn around, she was talking to me. She was uh hmm. she was very, very social, let's say. I don't know what she was on, but she was very social and she was very ah, energetic. Yeah. And she kept it up the whole show. From the beginning of hmm. Paris Monster to maybe the just, end of maybe, the darkness.
1: Maybe good old fashioned cocaine, but that's a pretty
2: long time to go. Did she go to the bathroom for a long time between bands? She did not. She didn't see her move once. Now at one point she jumped up and sat on that railing. So basically, she mm. was falling into me, which was which was all right. And then huh. she she decides she decides halfway through the darkness that she's going to do a total mid eighties thing. She whips her top up, and shows, her, oh, shows yeah, her boobs a shows a boob to the shows a boob to that's the. That's one uh,
1: thing I gotta say. You never really get that at punk shows, so
2: yeah. So that was that was a that was a. All oh, those
1: su- girls at the punk shows have too much self-respect.
2: Pleasant pleasant surprise. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but anyway,
1: I, I, I'm obviously the kind of music I grew up listening to as a like a teen. We saw yeah. a lot of that. It was pretty, pretty titillating, pretty thrilling.
2: So yeah, so the darkness were fantastic. Play like it was their 20th anniversary of their first album. Like I said, so they played that front mm-hmm. to back and played some B sides oh, from the time as well, which was interesting. Um, huh. you know, they came out at the same time. Cuz obviously they've done in that re-release, you can get a second version that's a box set that's got all the B-sides and shit on it for like 80 bucks or something. Mm. So. Excellent. Anyway, it was a great show and uh we uh yeah, we left, right? stay till the end of the darkness, which I don't normally do in these days, right? Stay till the end of the band. Well, only two
1: only two bands, alright?
2: Yeah, only two bands. Yeah, and it was probably done by 10:30 or something. Home by 11. It was okay. fine. It's all good, except driving through yeah. um, driving through Wrigleyville at eleven o'clock on a Friday night.
1: Just full of partiers.
2: Absolutely fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, it's mental.
1: All young people too.
2: All young, drunk, very drunk people. Yes, the occasional gang banger right, walking around in between them, probably robbing them blind. Mm. Uh, it's all good. All good. Mm. So anyway, so there. That was my that was my last Friday night, and this Friday night we're going to T1 Fest. So that's three Fridays in a row. I got bands. So.
1: Well, what's funny is, yeah, I'm gonna, go, I'm on a, I'm gonna to go to a bunch of shows here. Yeah, I know. I guess just a couple now, in a couple of days. But yeah, we were talking about going to like four in a row or something before we kind of backed off. But uh I should, so I should you, play a song. Do you have a, yeah, yeah just, do you have a song related to the darkness.
2: I do not. <laughs> so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a song by another by a Detroit band who is. Uh, touring playing reggie soon actually don't think i'm gonna go i've seen him a couple times already but uh yeah this is coffin cats from detroit oh, yeah. with uh i think this song's off the first record this is called graveyard tree coffin cats
0: oh Back of a hood There's where I met her first With the sexy scent Put a carpet bed
2: cats there
1: first record but you've been had a real bad track record with that tonight so you know what no
2: i figured it, i figured it out i figured out why i was confused so you said oh the whole hell all hell breaks loose right yes and i was thinking death comes ripping Green was, hell. No, i was thinking death comes oh. ripping for some reason
1: so i thought you're thinking green hell
2: no not green hell. no death comes ripping. that one is so, yeah so that's where my mistake was there because every song on that second album is all about death and hell and blood and demons right and blood feast hellhound and like satanic hookers queen wasp yes yes no queen wasp wasn't on that album yes it is i'm looking at it right now queen wasp is the second Queen wasp was on earth ad that's what i just said about the second album
1: oh oh, oh, i'm sorry so so okay the second album the problem is the really the first album should have been static age
2: oh yeah 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 i see what you mean yeah
1: but that didn't come
2: out until I don't think it actually Uh the demons have got Tom but
1: a bunch of the songs a bunch of the songs were on Legacy
2: (laughs) this this is why we're the number one punk rock podcast baby (laughs) yes (laughs) we basically lost everything you just said oh really yeah I think you said Static Age didn't come out what was it Static Age didn't come out until Oh, after. Static
1: Age was originally Supposed to be the first Misfits album But right. it, I think it came out In actually 97
2: Yep, 97 yep.
1: But most of the songs Were on Legacy of Brutality Right So we knew the, we knew the songs
2: Which was like 85 Or something Sorry. like that, right? Yeah So like Neil, I mean, you're going to have
1: To do some editing, I guess, huh?
2: No, nah, it's fine It only lasted a second It's fine I think people love it People there love it know. That's why we're punk rock baby So uh, Yeah
1: Yeah So you, you you want me to talk about my other show, or I do? I do have a pivot topic.
2: I'll talk about your other you show, now go talk about else your else other thing. show. Unless your pivot topic is about is about coffin cats.
1: No, well, it's funny because the coffin cats are playing the Wednesday before Thanksgiving at this place in Detroit that a lot of the PC punks seem to hate. Hmm. It's a place called the Token Lounge in Westland. Dude, you would love this place so much. It hasn't been remodeled since the fifties. Oh, sounds
2: good. It's awesome. like a
1: piece of it's like a piece of history. But it's actually a really killer lineup. It's Coffee Cats, Flat for Fifty Six, Elvis Hitler. And oh, wow. the, movie, the gutter rules.
2: I didn't know Elvis and Hitler I, was still going.
1: Yeah, yeah, they play once in a while. Elvis is let's just say he's not in the skinny Elvis part of his career anymore.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Last time so. I saw
1: him, he was literally like wearing like coveralls.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: But like, like a mechanic. Exactly, or a, a, a farmer, I would say.
2: Yeah, well, there you go.
1: Uh, but I love Elvis Hitler. I, I, I wonder if he'd come on and talk to us.
2: That Well,
1: is the guy's name actually Elvis Hitler? Is he just... I can't remember, but the main dude. It's been mm-hmm. the same main dude, obviously, for like 40-something years.
2: Anyway. I bought their first album when it first came out, and it was so lo-fi, it was in a fucking cardboard box.
1: The first two records... Disgraceland
2: are, Disgraceland it was
1: called Hellbilly right? and Disgraceland yeah. are so good yep yeah kind of a punk rockabilly it's a good time yeah. anyway anyway um, the other show I went and saw and I know you've seen them once or twice it's the first
2: time I've ever seen them I went and saw The Chats Neil I've, I've never seen The Chats I don't really like them that much
1: I did you go see them and then leave before they played
2: no I'd never seen them
1: oh that was Amal.
2: That was a, yeah. I walked out about halfway to Amel. Yeah,
1: the anal sniffers. Yeah, um,
2: who I think I think their their five minutes of fame is done. I believe. Well, I kind of feel that way about the
1: chats too, because the fact of the matter is they've never done anything since that first EP that's been as big, right? The the uh, Smoko, Smoko, yeah, Smoko. and Pub Feed, yeah, <laughs> like their original songs. So this was on a Friday night and I had been working for something like 18 days
2: straight. This was last Friday. Damn, he would fucking. So
1: I talked to my son. I'm like, I'll tell you what, Junior, I know you're going to go see your girlfriend. She lives in the city. I want you to, uh,
2: I'll
1: give you 20 bucks, and you can drive my car.
2: Drive my ass around. You,
1: drop, drop us off and pick us up. Not even drive us around. Just drive okay. us off and pick us up. Yeah. So we kind of hit the ground running. Went to Founders at the big brewery. Here in oh, yeah, 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 Scott had some gift cards that he found from like Christmas of 2007 or something. Nice. So we went over there and started, started drinking some high-octane beer. And then we went to the intersection, and we got there in time to see half of the opening band, which is this band called Gym Shorts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or Jockstrap, as the guys at work were mocking us. And uh, it was this female-fronted... Kind of indie, punky, pop punk indie band, and they were kind of charming. I was sort of uh entertained by it, but she talked like she had like slight brain damage or something. She's like, <laughs> "Sorry, uh, my tour,
2: apologies if you're listening to this, Jim uh, Shorts."
1: If you didn't, you actually have brain damage. <laughs> but it was like when we go on tour, I do all the driving. That's why I have this song about me. This song is called. I'm the Jeff Gordon of my generation or something. It was just oh, weird. Hmm. But they weren't bad. It was, like I said, it was fairly entertaining. Um, maybe, she could, then, maybe she
2: could join Paris Monster.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because these four bands were together for five weeks. Like the whole package was together for five weeks, hmm. which is kind of unusual these days. And then next up was a band that came highly recommended by you that you saw Punk Rock bowling called The Schizophonics.
2: Schizophonics. Loved them. Yeah, they were amazing.
1: Three piece from somewhere out east no no San Diego from San Diego and they sound they're similar in sound to like the MC5 dude's got a lot of soul in his voice uh, they're only a trio the guitar player you'd think he was on like a moving sidewalk or something right or roller skates
2: he is all over he the fucking stage zips
1: he back I mean he just runs back and forth across the stage as a matter of fact somebody said to me oh, I don't know dude he's a little bit showy I'm like well I mean he's very entertaining and he has his guitar just cranked up on the fuzz and he's just like pounding out notes with his left hand his fretting hand so he doesn't even have to strum all the time he's like hold on to the mic stand and he's getting down to the crowd and um they were really good man i, I right. definitely dug them i did not buy the record but i really liked them
2: tons of energy so. right yeah we saw him at punk rock bowling and i loved them. lydia went and talked to them and stuff and got a t-shirt okay and then she saw them again at liars club i believe one other time she liked ah. them a lot yeah well
1: like i said they're from san diego she might get lots of chances to see him
2: oh yeah i'll have to let her know that yeah
1: well they have a female drummer
2: yep that's his guy's wife the,
1: oh is that right okay yeah. who beats the crap out of the drums she was yep. very good and the bass player just sort of stayed that was the thing like the the main guy is like amazing right but the rest of the band was sort of like just okay
2: yeah well was kind of weird yeah well he's but, the, um, he, he is the show isn't he
1: yeah no they were great so like the first band probably played a half hour they probably played maybe a maybe a smidge more than a half hour right around a half hour and then the band that I was most excited to see came on, from Australia, the Cosmic Psychos.
2: Yeah, tell me about them. you said you never really listened to them, right? No. Tell, tell, tell me about them.
1: Their roots go back to, like, the early 80s. I think their self-titled album, like, their first album came out in, like, 87.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, what I didn't know until I was I was writing a review of it, I was looking it up, uh, actually, only the main singer-bass player is the only one left from the original, but you can't really tell because the other guys in the band are old geezers, too.
2: Old, old Australians? You know.
1: Yeah, not like a lot of these bands where it's like, oh, you see one old guy and then a bunch of like kids.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: right. This is all old dudes, but they were they were great, man. I, I can't I can't tell you how much I enjoyed them. They probably played like forty five minutes.
2: What kind of what kind of thing is it? What what kind of sound? Just like like a
1: very Australian
2: punk. You know,
1: they man. I might have to cancel one of my other Halloween songs to play a song by this Cosmic Cycles. I'm going as a matter of fact. I when I'm done talking about this this show.
2: My God, they have fifteen albums. Fucking. Oh albums. yeah, yeah. They've been around forever. Um, but no, no, they've they've been they've been shorter than social distortion and social distortion. I what seven, six. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and the the like their big song you'd love it. It's called "It's a Nice Day to Go to the Pub." Well,
2: Why? Just well, very I agree with that. Very,
1: yes. Very Australian, you know. Very what they call it, yabo, mm-hmm. yabo humor and stuff. Kind of crass humor, you know. They have songs about you know doing it, drinking, and all that stuff, and uh, they're just jolly old sixty year old chaps you know driving around a band around america for five weeks touring, mm-hmm. so, so this,
2: is, this, this is how the chats are going to be when they grow up
1: well i don't know about that but but the funny so like that band like i'll probably never get a chance to see him again like i'd never see them.
2: yeah
1: they used to tour like in the 90s they, i think they toured america pretty extensively um but i don't think they've got over for a while so they're really good then the chats come on so once again, I've already said told my bias that I really think they haven't topped their first EP or whatever. Um, the thing with the chats when they play live, they just play so fast. Oh, is that right? It remind it reminds you like the those, but even more so than like the later Ramones albums,
2: mm-hmm. live albums. Yeah, well, they ruined it. Yeah,
1: and the problem is, so you got a song like Go, which is really about the attitude, right? Yep, I'm on smoke. Go, and they just play it like a speed metal song. Hmm. So it sort of loses its inflection. Yep. And that's stuff with all these, like, you know, if the Sex Pistols played too fast, they would suck. Right. It has to be at the speed where you can get Johnny Rotten Sneer out there, you know. And the Ramones were better. I mean, they played fast, always played fast. But before they played so fast that Joey had to bark when he could still sing and had that tenderness in his voice so I really think they need to slow down I mean that might seem weird because usually it's almost always a little faster live that's just the way it is any band but uh, they weren't bad you know they played for maybe 50-55 minutes
2: no they still a three piece they are okay the
1: freaking red-headed mulleted kids singing and playing bass and yep. guitar player and a drummer yeah I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad I don't want to say it was bad Neil, but it wasn't it wasn't inspiring. Either,
2: it wasn't you know. earth. Wasn't earth shattering. Right.
1: No, but I mean, at our age, it's pretty hard to be earth shattered. You know, I watched that schizophrenic amazing performance. Uh, but I wasn't. It, it, I've seen it all before. You know.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. The, I you, to be honest, i would never seen anybody moving around a stage like him. Like, yeah. He, thro- he throws quite, him. He throws himself up. I don't know how he is. still has knees. He throws himself to, to well, his I knees. I just don't
1: know how he can get from one side of the stage to the other so fast. It's like he's on roller skates. Or so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but like for me at this point in my life, this year especially, I've talked about it. I've really been putting a lot of effort into trying to see bands I've never seen before, so it was really a a thrill to finally catch in Psychos and hmm. it was a good time, you know, it cost twenty five bucks. Yep. Sold out. Um How
2: many people? I think eight hundred. Okay, not bad. That's a pretty good crowd, yeah. Yeah, they played yeah. The, they played the Vic the night before the darkness, as a matter of fact. Okay. That toy, yeah.
1: Solid package overall, I would
2: say. Okay. As yeah. we say in the business, yeah.
1: Neil, they had a nice package.
2: Nice package, four bands, yeah, yeah. I probably could yeah. have dropped off that Jim uh, Short's band, right? They really could have ditched well, that to the we side. we definitely
1: were not needing to be there for every note of Jim Short's. So we want, like I said, we wandered in probably about fifteen minutes late, but I, I did want to catch that Schizophonic. So. Yep. Um, so yeah, we. I've been, yeah, I've been going to like a show every weekend myself. So, um. And that's going to continue for a little bit here. So I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call an audible.
2: What
1: song? I was going to play another horror theme song. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually not. I'm going to play uh, It's a Nice Day to Go to the Pub by uh, the uh, Cosmic Cycles.
3: Okay.
2: Here we go. Okay, cosmic psychos there. With it. it's a nice day to go to the pub, so yeah. yes. Well, that's good. So yeah, we both went to two shows, and we have another one coming up this Friday. Yes. You weren't. You were never quite sure if you were going to come in for if you were going to be able to no, come in for T1 and, and, Fest, but you are now.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm kind of bummed that I'm only coming for one day. But I wasn't thinking I was going to be able to come to any day. So right. I guess I can thank the exploited for canceling the U.S. tour, yeah. bastards. And the fact that I gave up and sold my Metallica tickets gave me a little little uh, flexibility in my vacation time and money and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, tell- and I got to tell you, Neil, I'm, I'm excited about – I definitely know the band I'm going to go get dinner while they're playing if I do that. But the other – I'm pretty stoked about five of the six bands.
2: Yeah, well, one just got added that made uh, that yes. made us both very, very happy. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: man, I'm thrilled with that.
2: Yeah, so Zoonoids got added to the Friday yep. bill. Kalamazoo, and the,
1: Kalamazoo, Michigan's finest.
2: Yeah, because another band had to move from Friday to Saturday, so Saturday's going to be even longer now, and Friday you've gained the Zoonoids, so that's that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if they're open, so right, but like like right gonna now, ca- right, now it, gonna
1: see the
2: right now it has them opening, the bill. I don't know if that's the final. Um, the final run through or whatever, the final uh, order, but uh, it has them coming on first. So unfortunately for you, we're gonna have to get there on time if it is Zoanoids first. I'm sure Jim. I'm sure we'll get Jim or Joe to tell us who's you know what time what time they're actually gonna go on.
1: So well, the show starts at seven, so okay, we will be ready.
2: Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. we'll be
1: ready when the show starts.
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna take afternoon off work, and I'll meet you you know down there at like two or three o'clock or something. We'll have some. Because yep. we got some things to talk about, about the show, and we got to uh, see yep. you and Scott, or we'll hang out. We're going
1: out and- to... Uh, Neil and I are going to have our annual Punk dive business meeting. Yes. Our first annual,
2: actually. <laughs> yes.
1: Maybe second. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. As we plot going forward, it, it's pretty amazing, man, the fact that we've been doing it four years, right?
2: Yeah, happy anniversary, by the way. Yeah, we just did Yeah, yeah we just did it, man gone past our four-year anniversary yeah i was looking it up today it was uh, september 27th is when we did our first um the beta show which never actually made it the light of day but uh
1: well yeah. and you actually said that our first episode didn't get posted till november Huh?
2: no it was it was october it was october 22nd
1: oh that's when i got posted okay so a yeah. couple days from now yep
2: yeah that's when our first huh. episode dropped was october 22nd well and, and you know what's 19 2019 pre pre-covid We've-
1: yeah, pre-COVID. So we've yeah, we've rolled with the punches, you know, and I think we'll continue to roll with the punches. We'll continue to reinvent ourselves, right? now, or not?
2: Not at all. We haven't reinvented ourselves once, have we? <laughs> yeah, but
1: we've, we've changed things here and there, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll again. Oh, the but, show, uh,
2: yeah, the show for sure. But I don't. Yeah, think oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't changed. It. I don't think you have either.
1: The other thing, the, the pivot I was going to make. The, and I yeah, pivot,
2: s- pivot. I don't want to. I don't want to stir
1: up any controversy necessarily, but a lot of you know that I was on a podcast for many years before we came to this one um and it was it had changed a lot over the years and changed a lot of the players um but i believe unless they're retooling it it appears that the punk uh, the punk news podcast is dead they have yeah. not put up a new episode in a couple of months. Right. The last few episodes were like either John interviewing someone or like Emma playing music. Like it seems like the, at least as we knew it, is gone. Right. But the thing, and once again, it it was from a different era where there was not a lot of competition, and it was kind of like you know a, a stalwart, you know like a a stalwart podcast, it's been around forever. Right, But it had sort of went its course And I think we- it probably yeah. It probably went longer than it should have When Adam left, and I'm not going to say me Because I wasn't one of the Key players I, I took a key role for a year And I was sporadic you know, mm-hmm. In the years before that But when Adam left they probably should have shut it down it, it, Unfortunately they kind of black flagged it You know, or
2: <laughs> Jerry only Misfitted it I like the Buzzcocks, Steve Diggle being uh, John
1: yeah, yeah, and, and, and like I said, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's maybe it's coming back. But listen, you and I know it takes a lot of commitment to crank something out every week, or you know, in our case, you know, one point three episodes a week or whatever.
2: Yeah, for years, for, it, so, it does. I mean, yeah, I knew anybody can throw one together for you know a couple months. You know, do it a few episodes. Yeah. You well, got happens and then all a lot, of a sudden, right?
1: a lot of people run out of steam.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like you'll see some where yeah, well, they'll, they'll only put out one episode every two months or something, you know, as, yeah. as they get, as and, they get And you going. know
1: what, Neil? Maybe, that, maybe that's us five years from now.
2: Yeah, I don't know, where man. We it's, it's, where, we,
1: where we can't stand to do it every week anymore, but we still want to occasionally. But, you know, ultimately, we live in a fast-paced world. You want people to listen, you got to constantly be putting, you got constantly got to be sticking in their face, you know?
2: <laughs> You'd like so, that, wouldn't you? Sexy boy.
1: That's one thing you'll say about Neil and I: we're always sticking in your face.
2: <laughs> um,. Uh, Well, see, but the So anyway,
1: RIP, I guess, you know, I mean, that's how you and I met. It's, you know, it's, it opened up a lot of, you know, it's one of those things, I look back at my time at Punk News, obviously it did not end well, and I'm kind of a persona non grata, and I have absolutely nothing to do with it anymore. I don't even peruse it anymore. Um, But obviously, it gave me my start. I was a 40-year-old guy who wasn't playing in bands anymore, and I was looking to, you know, kind of stay involved with the punk community, and that was, that was my window. So I, I, overall, I have real pleasant... You know vibes about it. It was a good uh
2: mm-hmm.
1: opportunity. Matter of fact, I still am writing. I I can't seem to give it up. It's like the freaking mafia. You're
2: just not you know, posting them on and, You're just not posting them on punk yeah. news anymore. though right? You post them on uh, new, new no, news no, or no, no,
1: I'm writing for that's good enough. That's good enough for me. Is where I'm doing all my reviewing now. Oh, okay,
2: that's good enough and for me.
1: The day may come. You know, we're we're talking about having our own website. The day may come where I put them up there and. Hmm. Or, or whatever I, I don't know. Yeah. Get, you know, it's, that's a, that's the thing people don't get is like I said, the digital thing. You have to be making content all the time,
2: right? So, which, which if anyway, you don't have, if you don't have a job, it's fine. But when you have a full time job, yeah. it's a it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so so yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah, it was just kind of an interesting thing. Like I said, that was neither here nor there. I take no particular joy in it, but I also take no, you know, I I, I think it's a long time coming. I think it was time.
2: Well, the funny and the funny thing so, is, the funny thing is, um, lots of other podcasts too, who started way before we did. We already have more episodes out than them, so you know some 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 of the some of the bigger ones. Um, we are, we have, we've already lapped them, you know, which is I interesting. I don't want a bigger one. What's a, what's a
1: what's a bigger one though? You know, it's
2: and it's funny because what's, I've, what's, I've what's, what's What's the Heather Wheaton one? Dummy Room. The
1: pop-punk one. That's uh, Dummy Room, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a big yeah. po- that's a big podcast. And I think they only have like 208 episodes. And we're at well, like the, 260. Well, and the funny
1: thing is, that started out with two guys, and then something went south. And now one guy does it with, a, I think, a, a varying cast and crew. But that dude doesn't go to shows. Hmm. Like, I don't think he loses his house.
2: What's the matter with him? So
1: it's kind of a weird... I mean, I, I hate to be like a religious fanatic, but if you're not going to shows, are you really in the scene? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like being Catholic and never going to mass. I don't think it works like that. Yeah. So anyway, I know know, it's easy for me to say, but you know, like I said, we've, you, Neil, you and I have complained about this a million times, guys younger than us saying, oh, I can't get out anymore. I can't get out anymore. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Neil and I are 110 years old.
2: Between us, we are we're as
1: old we're as old as Earth itself. <laughs> Neil and I have been long, have been alive as long as Joe Biden has been leeching from the government. team That's how old we are. And uh, so, don't tell me you can't. You know, I, I and I had I've had jobs. Where I had to get up early. If you want to do it, you'll do it. Yeah. And I get. And it's hard when you have kids. And I I get it, man. There's a lot of, but you know,
2: either you either you're doing it or you're not doing it. You're a long time dead. Let's put it that and,
1: way. And listen, you know, it's fine if you're not. Just don't kid yourself. Wow, so,
2: anyway. that went in a direction I didn't expect. Well Neil, I'm,
1: Yes, I'm, I'm here to. I'm here to gatekeep.
2: I guess. Good. We need. We need more. If we need,
1: punk or not, I'll tell you.
2: Did you see talking about old old punk stuff um, on the other Facebook group that we're both in? The punks and not dead, but i'm not far off whatever did yeah, you yeah. see that one guy i don't know if you ever see any of my posts on there but one guy posted um hey i've listened to the new damned album and i've listened to the new public image oh, album yeah, and yeah. they're both really else good come out this year yeah did anything <laughs> else come out this year <laughs> and i think the new <laughs> rolling two
1: bands and were for 45 years
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so i i had to i couldn't stop from the reply to that one like, you know, yeah, there's, well, about, there's about five million punk bands out there still putting well, out great albums. It you is
1: know. it is funny because a lot of these old British guys, the ones who, you know, say the Ramones suck, they think that it ended in 78, 79. Yep. For them, it was a two-year period. Yep. I right. guess since then they've been listening to freaking Peter Gabriel or something. I don't know what they're listening to. I don't think they're Cause cause they are listening to Peter and Seth Two Babies. Because <laughs> most of them weren't listening to good music in nineteen. 19- Seventy six, and apparently they quit after nineteen seventy
2: nine. So, yeah, it was just it was just funny. So I couldn't it, I, I couldn't I'm, I'm, I couldn't restrain myself from answering oh, that one, and I gave him a list of like albums I think are worth listening to. And I said the new Damned album's alright. It's not very good. It might make my top fifty. Oh, it might make the top fifty of this year, rock, but that's about no. it. It
1: doesn't
2: rock. No, it doesn't rock. Some of the songs aren't bad, but it's fuck. It's dull. You know. You know. I'm still
1: reading. I'm still reading that uh, that book about uh, that British. Punk history, and I like I everyone knows about Malcolm McLaren, but I didn't know that much about like Bernie Rhodes. Right, I'm learning a lot about Bernie Rhodes. Like, I didn't know he and Malcolm were buddies and all that. And it's, it's interesting,
2: yeah, interesting guy. i mean yeah, they, even
1: even them, you know, even in 1960, 76, 77, they didn't know what it was going to be, they couldn't agree what it was supposed to be, you know, right? Whether it was supposed to be political or it was supposed to be fashion or it was supposed to be. So, anyway, I don't know,
2: yes, indeed. What are we I'm, doing? We're gonna... We gonna put. I'm, I'm going to play, play another song. Play song. Yeah, I'm going to play another song. So, okay. Tom, have you ever heard of the early 80s, um, actually Ramones core type of, uh, I, see, these days it would be called pop punk, but in those days it wasn't, but um, early 80s British band called Eraserhead. I saw the movie. Great David Lynch movie. <laughs> this has got a Z instead of the S. So it's a razor head. And they were from the East End of London and they played a not very a very straight ahead Ramones style. Um huh. you know, no, I'm not familiar at all. Kind of dumb, very cartoony, but they're fucking great. I love them. Their album, which are they, is all playing
1: T One Fest?
2: No, I wish they were, man. I wish they were. Their one album was called Rumble of the East. It was maybe the worst produced album I've ever heard. Um the drums, <laughs> the drums sound like cardboard boxes. It was the only album I ever saw in Sounds. I think it was Sounds, maybe it was The Enemy, but um it got 0 out of 5 stars. <laughs> so right there, you knew it had to it be the, good. It was
1: it the only album It was the only album that Cleopatra actually made something better when they put it out. <laughs> yeah, no really no should.
2: shit, right? And actually it should be reissued because it's fantastic. I think the I think the label was called <laughs> I think the label was called Flickknife. Um, Anyway, I'm going to play one of the later, the last single, I believe. This song is called Werewolf. So this is for Halloween. This is Enraze Ahead with Werewolf. All right, that was a razor head there with werewolf, um, a razor head with a Z. So yeah, look that up. Mm. There, that Rumble of the East is a fucking great album. If if it was better produced, it would have been, uh, you know, they'd have been up there with the Lurkers or somebody. You know, as a as a kind of a classic punk band instead of just they being a up there joke. With,
1: a class, with the other classic B grade punk bands from the era.
2: Yeah, Razorhead were always kind of thought of as a joke band, though probably because they they had silly names like Gary mm. Spanner, Johnny Trigger, or something. I don't know. But uh, now they were fucking great. Loved them. Loved mm. them. And the fact that they, they got zero out of five, great. Even made it even better. You stumped me, dude. You stumped me. Excellent. Mm. So,
3: so you yeah, know,
2: you know, was, you know who'll know Eraserhead Razorhead. I, you know, that Richard White probably has at least two Eraserhead singles. He probably
1: stole money from his dad's wallet to fund one of them. <laughs>
2: Probably. Probably.
3: <laughs>
2: so, you're going on I've been,
3: vacation.
1: I've been,
2: some, I've been breathing in some
1: gnarly stuff at work, man. I'm struggling.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it. Shit. So, we better, um, better yeah. cut this short so before com- you die. Yeah.
1: Well, so, I, the reason I was never going to be able to do all of T1 Fest is because I, like, in the spring, got tickets for Mudhoney on that Saturday night. Oh, okay. Um, so... Yeah. Where are they playing? And I'm also... They're playing the Pyramid Scheme.
2: Oh, chilling. Pyramid Scheme. Yeah, yep.
1: Downtown GR sold out. Two sold out shows in a row for me, which I gotta say that is bizarre because usually the shows I go to just don't sell that well. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm, I'm, we we debated trying to come Thursday too for T1, but I think we're just gonna go on Friday. I'm gonna meet you for a business meeting over beers, and we're gonna watch a show. And then I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna watch Mud Honey, and my wife's already kind of irritated with me. Because we're off the next week, whole next week. So she would like to leave, you know, Friday. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday or whatever. So actually, what I'm I'm going to take it easy at that show on Saturday night, and we're going to leave and drive overnight. And uh, I'll uh, let her drive like you know five six hours, and then well, you know, so much before sunrise, I'll take her over and finish up. That will get us to the Outer Banks of North Carolina uh, early afternoon. Jesus, so man! That's my wife. Always wanted it. to go to the Outer Banks. Do you you know that area? I mean, you familiar with that at all? Don't
2: know it at all. I don't know. I don't know the Carolinas so like at all.
1: Little, there's this like weird little strip of land that runs along the ocean, runs along the east coast of North Carolina in the ocean, and there's like wild mustangs, and it's one of those. There's a lot. It's a playground for the rich.
2: Hmm, okay.
1: Um, I think, and uh, but it's off season, so we can afford it. <laughs> So we got a couple We're staying a couple nights there, uh, which looks like fun. You know, it's got these old, these older, like, hotels, but they're still kept up. You know, if you go to Chicago and it's, like, an older hotel, you know, it's just people doing crack. It's a piece of shit, yeah. Paid by the hour with, yep. with hookers. But, you know, some of these, like, charming beach towns, they still have these kind of older hotels with lots of glass. And, yep. you know, the kind of motor, motor, and, wow. motor and charm. Yes. But so they actually get good reviews on, like. Hotels.com com or whatever. Steven Tyler. So Steven Tyler
2: then, is in charge of afternoon tea at the uh, at one of those hotels. Exactly. Yeah. With his daughter, we're doing two
1: nights in Outer Banks, one night in Nag's Head, one night in oh, Kill oh. And then we're going to uh our condo for <laughs> the rest of the week in South Carolina. So
2: Yes. How, how is the condo? How is the condo doing? Is it being booked out? It, are you doing well? You know,
1: uh, as of right now we have money in the account, so I'd say that's good.
2: That's good. Yeah, I'm going to have to come down there. I'm yeah. going to have to go down to uh, South Carolina and stay in your condo. Money.
1: It's nice, man. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. And so I, I will be gone for a week.
2: Dude, how long of a fucking I'm drive is that? That, be- that sounds like a hellish drive.
1: Uh, it's about 16 hours to that. Fuck so. me. Jesus. But but you're a better man a than me.
2: Can you not? Well, can, the
1: problem is, you know, I don't. Listen dude, I don't live in Chicago where I can just jump in an airplane in town to get some. Dude, you would like, just you would just tell us no direct- on
2: the on, on the last show, you were just telling us how easy it is to go to the Grand Rapids Airport.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't go to where I need to go. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. It doesn't fly it doesn't fly directly to Myrtle Beach. Okay. So we would have to go out of Detroit, which basically means you need another day at either end.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or Oh, you have or to transfer. You could, yeah. Like
1: literally Yeah, transfer you take twelve hours to get there anyway.
2: Yeah, gotcha. Okay
1: the The irony of it is our condo is literally like two miles from the airport. Oh wow! But okay. also, we need a car. We need a car this time because we're taking a chair down, and we just you know we got some. We get, we're bringing some beach chairs down and stuff, so we need. To, oh, for the condo,
2: gotcha. Yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. gotcha. All right.
1: So it, it'll be cool, though. It'll be fun. We're looking forward to it. It's the first time my wife and I have gone away by ourselves for. Quite a while, you know. We've been going on vacation with friends and stuff. So yeah, you went, cool. with, you
2: went with Scott and his wife a couple times, I think, right?
1: Yeah, and before that, we went with some other friends down to where did we go in Dominicans?
2: That's right. Remember. Yeah, you went with yeah, yeah, you went with, and then yeah, uh, I've been on a pretty...
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny. I've been on more vacation this year than ever, and I'm. It's been the most stressful year. So you know, I go. Go figure.
2: Right? Stop moaning, Jesus, Johnny! Vacation over here. But no,
1: it, it, so yeah, I'm going to uh, try to. Stay off the grid, like I said. I'm not saying I won't return any messages, but I'm going to try to kind of unplug a little bit. So, Are
2: you going to try and go to any we'll record see. stores or anything?
1: Yes, there there actually is a record store in Little Beach. It's okay. It's not great, and hmm. uh, we're going to do a day trip now to Charleston.
2: Oh wow, okay. Which a is a charming little
1: town. Yep, that's only about two hours south of where we stay. Okay. So we're going to go down there and check it out, and I might try to hit a couple. It depends, you know. You got to got to take the Temperature, your wife's
2: temperature into account, you know. Well, she's well, she's at a furniture store or something. You can, you
0: know, oh, I'm
1: just ah, gonna go. hit
2: the record store next door or whatever. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, there's a there's an antique place I think you might like. Oh, look, there's a record store next yeah, door. Yeah, there I'll you see go. You in an hour. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. See you in an hour.
1: Well, and the nice thing is now, obviously, you can sort of, and I don't know if you did this when you were in San Diego or not, but you can sort of scope them line. Read some reviews and kind of have some idea what you're getting yourself into. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, totally I mean, you
1: should have been able to. You should have been able to avoid going to that weird little rape shack restaurant <laughs> you went to in <laughs> India.
2: that's actually what it was called. <laughs> Either that or you wanted to go there. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I should have done. I should have done. No, but that one got really be good
1: reviews. it's the guy's life work. He's nice work. He's punching punching a hole in the wall. Right. And now. it got
2: really good reviews. That was the funny thing because I did look what at did? it and it got like five stars. Yeah. Which I'm sure you can find problem, the occasional.
1: The is all the reviews. were by Argo fans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, you might be able to find good stuff, but you've got to be able to risk getting fucking hepatitis, you know, while you look. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Sometimes you must be bold. Yeah.
2: Hey, what what yeah. last song? What last song are you going to play? Because you cut one out. I'm right? Gonna
1: Z- I'm going to play his all night song because I'm so uh, stoked to finally catch him.
3: Excellent. You know, it's
1: it's kind of a running joke, right? Like you've seen him a few times, talked to him. And I live literally like an hour away from them, and I've never seen them. I don't know that they've played up here, um, and they played Chicago a bunch of times, and I've never seen them. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to play Halloween-themed one-night song. This is called Teenage World from their
3: first album, their self-titled album. Here we go.
2: Zoanoids there. Hopefully, they don't chase us around and kill us I for making fun of them.
1: The dr- I don't know if they have the same drummer.
2: Oh, is that right?
3: Hmm.
2: I don't know
1: that old Troll Hammer is still there.
2: <laughs> troll Hammer. I think that was his name in the uh, Lord of the Rings series, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: um, know. Okay. I, guy. I might I might I might find him exceptionally handsome, Neil. I don't know.
3: You know, <laughs> okay. we've
1: been we've been scolded. We've been scolded in the past for objectifying women. Today is our data objectified men.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, scolded. Yes. I think we answered that one <laughs> in uh we answered that one two fifty four, I believe. We answered that one. I uh, keep
1: struggling. Them. Uh, yeah
2: um well i tell you what um your voice seems to be fading and uh, so maybe we should just wrap this one up unless you got something else you want to talk about
1: no no i'm gonna go matter of fact I, i'd say unfortunately i'd say we're a little light on halloween content but that's okay i feel it was spooky enough
2: well i'm gonna play i'm gonna play us out with um oh you
1: got another spooky
2: song yeah i got the uh, monster uh, the, match no I got, I got the creep show doing their version of halloween
1: So you think that's better than the Jerry-only-led Misfits
2: doing Monster Mash? It's much... Yeah, actually, that Monster Mash one is kind of funny. Uh, No,
1: it's bad, dude. That 1950 project is terrible.
2: I think it was on... uh, Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to it because I love those old 50s songs, but they really didn't do them well. Now, which is worse? Here here you go. Which is worse? The um, Misfits Project 50 or the um, Glenn Danzig Sings Elvis?
1: Oh, my gosh. Boy.
2: Put your answers on a postcard, folks, and send them them in.
1: Both of them are records. Both of them are records worthy of playing at Guantanamo Bay to try to extract information from prisoners. I don't know that I really would want to... Oh, oh boy, I don't
2: know, Neil. I think that Misfits album is much better. That that fucking Glenn Danzig one is just, like once boy, upon I a time.
3: Album is so bad.
2: Once upon a time, Glenn Danzig might have been able to pull off those songs, but his voice is kind of shot, and it's just he's like half-hearted. He's not even going for it. It's just terrible, terrible record. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, this mm-hmm. is the Creep Show. Um, Psychobilly band from Canada, don't know whereabouts in the Great North yep. they are from, but for uh, from it,
1: they've had about. Three different women singing. They the have. Years, this
2: is the original singer. This is, uh, uh, why can't I fucking think of her name? Not Sarah Sin, she was second. Um, this is the first that the original Elvira, singer. Elvira, anyway. or
1: Mistress of the Dark.
2: <laughs> yeah, not quite, but anyway. This is with the first <laughs> singer. This is a creep show with Halloween, the version of the Misfits classic. There you go. That was Halloween uh, from the creep show. Oh,
1: Richard, I hope you enjoyed that as much as the original. I know you're a big fan of the original.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. It's girls girl singing. They, they do with other, you know, they psychabilly it up. It's good. It's good stuff. Good no, good, cool. good 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 okay. stuff. So uh so yeah, so that's it. So I'm gonna see you in a couple days. So uh looking yes. forward to it. I look forward to it. Yep. Yeah,
1: we never we didn't do our traditional uh August get together this year, so
2: yeah, I'd be good to catch up. Yep. For sure. So I don't know if there's any uh, any records you're bringing down for me. I don't know if I've got anything for you, but we'll see.
1: Uh, I got one I was going to, but I'll see if I get it together. I'm
2: running out of time. Maybe next time. We'll see. Uh, what, You're right in the record room now. Just pull it out. Jeez, what are you doing? Don't you want me to clean it up for you? No, I can clean it up. Don't worry. I got a record you cleaning you machine yourself? that if I bought from Logan's got box I, I I it's true, <laughs> it's true. I bought it. From, I it bought home. it. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna take that thing home. How much you want for it? I'm gonna take it home next time.
2: I bought it from that. Twenty bucks I'd for have, it. I have never used it. Um, but I know it
1: was a COVID like it was a COVID like buy to help out a buddy.
2: It was. It actually was. That's exactly what it was. Cause well, it was I'm gonna do one. you
1: a favor and pay and buy it from you for pennies on the dollar.
2: No, you're not. Because <laughs> I need one.
1: <laughs> Alright, fine. <laughs> fine. Sorry,
2: scumbag. Um, nothing right.
1: worse than a Dutch trying to talk down an Englishman. All
3: right.
2: <laughs> at least not Scots. So I I somehow <laughs> would cheat you out of money. Um all right. Yeah. Well I will see you in uh see you in a couple of days.
0: Sounds oh, good, man. And
2: everybody else, we will see you uh we will see you at the, on the next episode. So yeah, just keep a little mark in your heart and stay free, everybody.
1: If we don't see you in Chicago.
2: Yes. Hopefully we do. Yeah, come on Friday, people. Well, this you'll be here in this way after that, so never mind. Um, yeah, hope we see you. Bye, bye, everybody.
0: Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, <laughs> have I get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter.